No, he didn't. Uh -huh. They didn't do it again. What? 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 You shit on these niggas two times, Dr. Dre? Oh, for sure. Uh -huh. No. You smell that? This is special right here. What? 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 Toast to the boogie, baby. Watch my spits, the motherfuckers knock each other unconscious. Some of these crowds that slim draws is Roddy as Crenshaw Boulevard when it's packed and full of cars. Some of these crowds me and Snoop draw is niggas from Crenshaw from Long Beach to South Central. Knock these niggas again, these grown ass ignorant men with hair triggers again. You and what army can harm me? D R E and Shady with Doggy from Long Beach. He came a long way to making these songs play. It'll be a wrong move to stand me the wrong way. I got a long and we're back, just like that, week one, first podcast oh, of the regular season. So ready. Why did we have to have this stupid off week in between? I mean, it all make it really kind of works out with Labor Day weekend and, you know, everyone probably getting out of town. And, it's. I mean, it's because of college football. And because you got the first right. official, I guess, week of college football. But, man, it just would have been nice to already be having some action. But we're only two sleeps. Three, right? Well, yeah, tonight, tonight. Yeah, so okay, we're three sleeps away from live action. And it here be in game. Kansas City, Missouri. Should be a good game. Welcome back to the podcast. Full strength in the booth here with my esteemed co-host uh, joining me again after a one-week break there. Uh, we're having to kind of get this one out a little bit early. Uh, I figure most people probably have a, a pretty busy week coming up. I know that this was like the only day this week I was going to be able to fit the podcast in and I definitely couldn't go without a podcast for week one. Uh, we have to make our picks. We've got several things we're going to get into. Uh, should be a nice little uh, pod in store for you guys. Um, what'd you do this weekend, JT? Uh, I did a lot and I didn't do a lot at the same time. Uh, Friday night, I just was, oh man, uh, catching up on sleep, dude. I think I went home and I immediately hit the sack and then I woke up about like 7.30-ish, uh, which I felt awful. You know, I hated to, to leave you hanging over at the cigar bar. All like, uh, what the fuck's his name in Arrested Development? Uh, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, but his name. George Michael. George Michael. I, didn't, I hated to leave you there like George Michael, but I hit the pay. I woke up, watched some scary movies. I, I watched, I know what you did last summer for the very first time. Uh, I watched Fire in the Sky, that alien movie. Um Saturday, woke up like, oh, shit, was goddamn we cigar. We did, yeah. We so this extended week is kind of messing me up. Yeah. So yeah, I got up, I did some chores, and uh, old Troy hit me up that we were all meeting up at cigar bar. So I went over there, then we went to Jim's Alley. That place was cool. Yeah, that place was cool. I've, I it's uh, for those of you at home, Jim's Alley Bar in the Crossroads. Uh, I've passed it a million times, and. I've, I've always wanted to go in. People say it's a good spot, and we went in there, and I'm glad we did. It was actually a really cool spot, I yeah. thought. Um, drink a margarita in honor of Jimmy Buffett. They had good food in there. Um, you know, a little bit pricey, but that's what you're getting in the crossroads. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, if you don't know it's there, you can't find it. I mean, it's literally – It looks like a, like a door to a utility closet or something yeah. in the back of an alley. It's, it's graffiti. Really cool. It's graffitied over. Uh, yeah, so I did that, and then just – Fuck Mosey back home and did much more of the same there. Uh, Sunday, 
started off, you know, just doing chore stuff and then met up with Troy and over at Marcus's. We did our dynasty league draft. Uh, it's my last draft of the year. Thank God. Um, How many is that? Four? I am in – that was four drafts this year. I'm in five total leagues. Jesus Christ, man. I know. Thankfully, one of them is the guillotine. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I hope to win it, obviously. But there's a shot that that drops off before long, uh, especially with the way my team ended up being. But um, that was cool. And then uh, just met up. We went over the brass rail. My friend Leo and Connor and I went over to the brass rail last night played some pool and – Went home, passed out, and next thing I know, man, we're here Monday, end of Labor Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. Gordon Pie, how about you? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Friday I didn't uh, really do too much. I worked fairly late and then went to Scar Bar by myself and uh, had uh, just like two beers and a half a cigar. And then um, what else did I do? Uh, well, Saturday back at the cigar bar. Yeah, I was about to say that they were they were like back again. Yeah, noon on Saturday, met up with you and Troy at cigar bar. Found out some interesting information that we'll get to a little bit later oh, here. God, yeah. Uh, and then that night, I actually went to the Overland Park downtown to some bars down there, uh, watched some of the college football games, and I actually ran into uh, Grant from the bowling league. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Great, and it was dude. funny because, like, we pull up to this bar. It was the Peanut, the downtown <laughs> Peanut. In yeah, 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 yeah. We pull up, and they've got, like, a little patio out front. And I step out, and Grant is out there ripping heaters. Yeah. And he immediately recognizes me. And uh, <laughs> for those of you at home, Grant is kind of – he's cool fucking – he's like, okay, so I don't know. He's got some kind of disability. He's got something. I don't know what it is. It's like – I wouldn't say Down syndrome, but it's like similar to that. Yeah, he's got it's a, got it's very similar to Down syndrome because it doesn't look exactly like a Down's person, yeah. but he's got like you can tell like the same like mental yeah. like capacity. Yeah, but he rem- he know like he can have a full conversation. Like he, yeah, he's cool as shit. He rips heaters. He drinks. He drinks. He, he drinks smokes, like crazy. He like is uh, you know he has he's like a, funny as shit. Dude. Every time of bowling, I think his parents are with him. Yeah, but, his parents are on his bowling league, and he's still just ripping heaters. It's just so funny. He's an old dude. He's got yeah. gray hair. Yeah. Mean, he's got gray hair. Like he's an old man. It's funny because uh, I hate I hate to say funny, but like it is funny because and like, he's actually not a bad bowler no. either, dude. You, like for you, I mean, you would expect him to be worse than he is. You grow up seeing those. You know, you see in people who have disabilities and you're thinking like, all right, yeah, the last thing you thought, like, I don't think I've ever seen one as I'm pulling into the bowling alley out front by himself just smoking a cigarette. That's what I'm saying, dude, man. Like, and that's, dude, that was the bar. I literally pulled up to the bar. So we pull up to the bar and it's Grant out there and I get out of the car and he immediately, like, is drunk. And he throws his hands up. He's like, what's up, man? And I go up and <laughs> I fucking dap him up and he's like, uh, he's he's talking bowling league, of course. And he's out there with this other dude, like probably a dude around my age. And they're sitting there both smoking heaters and drinking beers. And we're talking about bowling league. And his buddy's like, wait, what are you guys talking about? And Grant's like, my bowling league. And the guy's like, he's like, I sit outside and have a beer with you every day for the last five years. I had no idea you were in a bowling league, Grant. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I'm in a bowling league every Wednesday. And so it was actually really funny. He was there. He was wearing all K-State shit. Was he? Yeah, I had no idea he was a K-State fan. But, uh, yeah, that was so funny and random to run into him. (laughs) He does, too, dude. He remembers you. Oh, for sure he does. There's times he comes up to me, and I'm like, like, I have been bowling every year. But, like, we barely – only time I talked to him was when he talks to me. But it's like – it's like he never, like, a day didn't go by since I last seen him. He's like, hey, how's it going, man? And you're not quite sure he's talking to you. And then he'll just be like, hey, man, you, how's it going? And you're like, oh, shit, oh, it's good, dude. 
Yeah, no, he, uh, he, good old boy, good old boy, old Grant. But yeah, so that was Friday night, uh, or I guess it was Saturday. And dude, I got so drunk. Man, I got so drunk Saturday night. It was up until like three in the goddamn Sheesh. morning. Uh, then pool day yesterday. I hit the pool and uh, drank a lot of 99s. Did you? Uh, what? So, and look, Troy brought this up and it kind of made me think about some stuff. Uh, he said, that, <laughs> I, look here, you can be the judge. Like, I don't know if it's just that our 99s like starting to be more popular and get out there. Or is it like Troy said, which is only alcoholics know about 99s. I think that they're just like everywhere now. And they're like in every flavor now. I don't think yeah. that was always the no, case. 100%. I think it's that. I think it's more marketing. And you know, I don't think it's that we're just all of a sudden alcoholics. Like, <laughs> of course, no alcoholic thinks they are an alcoholic. But... <laughs> Someone's doing a case study on us right now. No shit. Uh, Razzy's sitting at home oh, tapping no his shit. foot with his arms crossed. There is a huge column A, which I think is that they are branching out and they are coming up with more flavors and they are uh, marketing in more places than before. There could be a little bit of column B <laughs> where there's a hair bit of an overlap going on here. But I know for a fact that like my local high V, it has the shots that like in front of you at the register. Yes. I know that's for something a I never fact, saw. I never saw that. It, like the number of them keep going up of the different flavors. Yes, so, I think so too. Sure, it may have existed for a long time, but this new like it's showing up all the time. New all these flavors, I think that's a new. I think thing. so too. I'm just afraid to admit that. I'm a big fan. Okay, I love to sell you guys. So, it's so great. They're so for the bang for the buck. What am I supposed to do? There's a new flavor. I'm not supposed to fucking try it. I do. Was... I know. I know. You're telling me. Jeez. You are telling me. So I think they have one for every berry in existence, and then the ones that are made up berries, they have them, and then every fruit alive. Have you tried the sour yet? Just sour? It's sour, it's sour blue. It's like sour blue. Is no, it's, I it's very good. I'm I, thinking like Pepsi blue right now. So what? It, no, it's, it doesn't taste like that at all. I um, what I will do if I'm going to the pool, I will get, I will go to either Sonic or uh, QT and get a big slush. Yep. And fill it like three quarters of the way full with the slush. Yep. And then. Put like four ninety nines in the top, stir it up, and boy, oh boy, you got yourself a good time and a glass. Here right you go, there. great pool drink. Yeah, uh, that was hitting yesterday. Um, and then yeah, today I think I I briefly touched on it with you. I went and looked at uh, an apartment in Midtown, um, and it's basically look, it's not bad. It, it checks some boxes, but I think there's more boxes that it doesn't check. So. Probably not going to pull the trigger on that one. It's I, don't get me wrong. Like I like the location enough, like proximity wise to everything else. It's just right on the edge of being sketchy. It would get you down in the no in the middle of the city, which I, I do kind of like that. Uh, but with tools and everything else, I just don't think I'm going. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm going to risk that. So in your truck, a truck, which has already of course been stolen before. So. No, I, I don't think I'm going to risk that. I think I'm going to uh, keep my ear to the ground for something else. Um, but yeah, I'll get, I will. Uh, I'll get back towards the city eventually. Um, other than that, uh, little intro things. Um, oh, we didn't even talk about. Uh, we haven't potted since Babs's stand-up debut. Yes, which he killed. Fantastic. He killed it. He absolutely killed it. And at this point, it sucks. Because, it doesn't suck, but it's like, was that even a punishment? Like at this point, he that had killed re- it. That had to be rewarding for him at the end. A after, little bit. After yeah. he after he did good, that had to be like satisfying. Which yeah. 
I can tell you that a tattoo on the ass is not, is not satisfying. satisfying. And I feel like most of the other <laughs> other punishments is not satisfying. So, hey, he did it. It's finally in the books. But there was a part of me that was like, man, he's really like getting his roses here, you know, which he, he did earn them, like, honestly. Well, to me, you know, a lot of the, like you said, like you fill out a thing and it, you have to say if it's your first time or not. It was literally Babs was the only one that was a first yep. timer. Yep. And all those other guys that went, like, I swear to God, like more than half of them completely bombed or like yep. would forget jokes or something like that. And maybe that's just because they do it all the time and like they don't, it's not as serious or what. I don't know. But Babs got up there and was like more prepared than any of them. Yeah. And I think it was because, you know, he had time to work on it and it was like, I'm going to take this series. Like he was nervous enough that he's yeah. like, I want to do a good job. Yeah. You know, I think that may be factored, but look, he had funny jokes, he, yeah. which, you know, it's one thing to have funny jokes, but I thought he would get up there and stutter his way through the I whole did thing. Too. And I be, did too. He did not. He really did Dude, not. He, like, he had like a smile on his face I know. the whole time. I, and he sounded natural. His voice wasn't shaky. Like the first thing he says, how y'all doing? Like literally like it wasn't, there was like a, uh, no, he so, was, he was much better on yeah. that stage than I, look, I think he did better than I could have done. I, I honestly think that he did a great job. And I, like I said, I rewatched it yesterday and I forgot the opening. Like it's actually fat Joe yeah. to the, to the guy walking off. Yeah. Cause earlier in the night, someone, another comedian had made a joke about Babs who was sitting up front, uh, calling him fat Joe. And so Babs, oh. Babs did a callback to that. That's Jesus. which made it even funnier. Dude, That's what I'm saying. Babs, Babs, Babs could be a stand up comedian. Dude, the guy told him to keep coming back and, and I was like, he probably should. Maybe yeah, that like was the Ferguson. He's like, come back, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, he did a good job. I, I got to give props to him for taking it serious, uh, doing it right, getting the punishment out of the way. Uh, and obviously, going forward, we've got um, some stuff in place to get that done and, a little uh, smoother. Yeah, and I'll tell you, there was one thing he brought up, and it was on my mind from the very beginning, where, like, and he, uh, it goes to what you were just talking about, where he said he, it sounded like he was taking it serious. When, I was like going to call this place to even set this whole thing up thinking I would need to. I was like, dude, are we going to be like, are they going to tell us to like fuck off? Because like, you don't want to feel like you're going into someone else's space, like comedy, right? We all love comedy. You know, you don't want to feel like you're making a mockery of someone else's deal. And so, and you don't want to take up time that maybe someone else, if there was like a limited spot, you know, you didn't want to take up time. And so I think that also goes to him wanting to make it, take it seriously. Yeah. And I look, I'll say, that made me like want to go back to some of those open mics and watch that. That was honestly fun. Yeah, that was really fun. Something that I never would have done. You get spectrum. Oh, dude, it was. There was some that got up there and were so bad that they were kind of funny, and then there were some that were just so bad that they were ter- like awkward. But then every now and then there was that diamond in the rough that would yep. even like some of the bad ones would be like having a rough set, and they'd pull out one that they knew would work, and <laughs> yeah. it would f- just absolutely make us die laughing. Like it was, it was honestly fun to see that. And I was like. I was thinking the next day, I was like, I'm going to go back to that and like just watch that. That was cool. And I think I'd like to get in with that crowd, you, you know, like yeah. meet people. And but then I was like, wait, it's Thursday nights. Yeah, that's going to be it's tough. Football night. Yeah, it would gonna... be uh, out, out of season. Right. Deal. Right. But yeah, 100 percent. And, you know, you could have a guy go up there and do an entire bit or just do a bunch of bits. And you could see it was cool. It was literally like being on the chopping floor. It was like they're just literally just throwing them out there. You know, they'll, they'll like fuck them. Like, all right. Uh, OK, so next one here. Uh you know, yeah, so, it, was, it was cool. It, it was, was a fun experience, and Babs just added to it. And head and shoulders better performance than I thought. He'd be better than I, what I thought I could do, but better than what anyone of our yep. friends would do. I mean, he yep. did a, he did a great job. Yep. 
Um, next thing, before we get to fantasy football stuff, which I guess this kind of is, um, so uh, back to the cigar bar on Saturday. We're sitting there with Troy talking, and he's saying that he has his vacation coming up. And we're like, oh, well, when, when, uh, when, do, you, when do you head out of town? He's like, next Saturday. And this is Saturday of this weekend. And we're like, wait, a week from today? And he's like, yeah, I just found out today it's a week from today. And I was like, wait, so you're not going to be around for week one Sunday next week? And he, the look on his face, the smile completely dropped off, and he realized that he was going to be missing week one. Um, so he's not going to be home and around for week one. He's also not going to make it to the Waldo barbecue competition that following Friday night. Um, so man of all weeks for Troy to pick, to go on vacation, he is missing just two of the best days of the year. So, Absolutely, dude. uh, hope he has fun. I'm sure he will, but we will miss him. And on that first Sunday now, uh, we will be going to Razzie's house. Old Razzie. He's finally going to um, open his doors. Um, I am looking forward to it. And I think this will be easier, obviously, for the Northlanders to make it. Yeah. Uh, the only issue is, and I guess it's not really an issue. I just, uh, I mean, he doesn't want us to drink a lot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Tough titty. So... Thank you, Razzy, for offering yes, up your place. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So Troy said, he, you know, he was not going to be able to make it. We're like, well, shit, what are we going to do? We had like, oh, a, yeah. We had a lot of people who, like Sam and Kenny, who all and Slick I, usually comes, Babs yeah, usually comes. So, I mean, we usually get a good crew on week one. Yeah. We were just like, well, shit, we got to do something here. And, and then you remember that you had the keys because you got to let Dixie out while to Troy's gone. place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. At first, it, we thought. Maybe we will just continue to keep it there, but no, it makes complete sense. If Razzy can host, then and hopefully everyone south can make it. Yeah, everybody bring uh, something. Bring a food. Yeah, even if it's a, you know, obviously it's usually just a finger food or something. Bring something. Yeah. Do uh, I break out the GBC already? It's too early for. GBC. It's a little hot. It's too early. It's a hundred ass. It was hundred one on my dash on my way here. It's too early for the GBC. It's hot. It will have its time in the sun. It will. I'll have to make some. Um. So yeah, that's what I got. Uh. Pre, podcast meet wise. Let's see what else. Um. Rosters are now set. Rosters are set. Um. Go ahead and grab your players. They are open. Get your guys. Get your guys. Everyone's available. Like I said, I don't think that there's going to be a waiver period since there wasn't a game played. Um, just the players that I dropped from people's team have a waiver on them. Uh, other than that, it's live. We're doing it live. And I just I have a note on that. Uh, I was looking at you know the players that were dropped from everybody's roster, and that's why you draft to draft till you drop, you know, because then you can um, insert some guys, which some people did do. Yeah. Um, one that I thought was interesting, the most interesting, is someone dropped a 12th round draft capital player to insert a draft till you drop guy, um, and that was Babs who dropped his 12th round pick, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Uh, now, and I know what you're thinking, like, yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. probably isn't going to do a whole lot this year. I don't think so. I think he's beyond cooked. I think the Ravens have some good young receiving talent on top of having, you know, Mark Andrews at tight end. I, you know, was it a bad pick? Of course it was. But what I'm getting at is, so Babs dropped his 12th round pick. Let's just go through a couple other guys that were picked in that 12th round. These sure. are guys that Babs could have gotten. You know what I mean? Right. Like, these are guys that Babs could have gotten instead of OBJ, who he – 
gave away for nothing. He yeah. dropped him for nothing. Babs has now basically forfeited his 12th round pick. Sure. And so in the 12th round, when you got guys like Jarek McKinnon going, Raheem Mostert, who's a starting running back, uh, Samanje P. Ryan, who will probably get a ton of standalone value this year, especially Javante uh, being injured. Uh, Romeo Dobbs. Dude, Dobbs. Is going to be, you know, he's going to be solid fantasy scorer. Um, Fryermuth. I mean, Gerke got his tight end there. What I think it was Gerke. I don't remember. Who uh, ben. Ben, ben, ben. No, no, no. Ben has Kittle. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I think, uh, it, was, I think it was Gerke. At any rate, Fryermuth went in that same round. Um, Ken, Kenny got. Kenny with Fryermuth. Yeah. That's a good pick in that round. But Babs got nothing in that round. Yeah. He, he, the pick he got, he just dropped to waivers. Yeah. I mean, so you're already – look, we already think Babs' team is bad and, like, a little bit behind everyone else. And then you see him dropping someone in from the 12th round when all these other guys went and that's – I mean, I, I got Elijah Moore in that round. I think that he's got a good chance to be – you know what I mean? Like, and then Babs gets nothing from that round. Yeah. I that's mean, just – you can't do that, man. Did he I'm keep just, Sky Moore he, or did he drop Sky? He kept Sky Moore. He and Sky Algier. Moore. He kept Algier, man. Ooh. I just look. I I don't get that. Deuce Vaughn? Like, did he keep Deuce Vaughn? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. That was his last know. pick. That was fifteen. I don't think he still has Deuce. Vaughn. I don't know. Okay. At any rate, uh, so yeah, no, I completely get what you're saying. Yeah, you just you're losing too much value. I mean, like, and yeah, you can say OBJ's not going to be great, so you're not losing that much. But the pick, the pick right there could have been great. The pick could have been someone that really contributed to your team, and now Babs. You get nothing out of your twelfth round pick, zero. Well, I mean, in a league with it, it's this competitive. You can't have those rounds. Like that's, for example, I know this is a lot higher in the draft, but Kenny losing Jonathan Taylor for the year, his sixth round pick was ends up being zero, which is what killed me the year I lost because right. of Michael Thomas. Well, to that effect, I guess Babs would argue that right because he promotes a drafty draft guy in Deion Jackson. So I guess for him, he thinks that. He's now gained a starting running back. Sure, but my point is that's pointless because he could have drafted. So he could in the twelfth round there instead of drafting OBJ. Think of all the other guys. These are all other guys that he could have gotten. Oh sure, and then dropped Algier for Deion Jackson. Yeah, you yeah. I mean? Dropping like, OBJ for him was. I think OBJ is going to have some value, but I mean, I don't know if you don't think he has OBJ has value, then I think. It, I don't know. Do you think Deion Jackson has value? I think he has more than OBJ, but that's I, that's again, really I guess to what me, he's doing. To but me, yeah. it's irrelevant. Yeah. That's irrelevant. You you wasted your twelfth round pick. Yeah, I, I, you completely wasted it. And my point is just that in a league that is this competitive, where every little bit counts, like I've seen what wasting one draft pick can do. Granted, that was the sixth round, <laughs> but wasting a twelfth round pick also shoots you in the foot a little bit too. And when you're already like. ESPN's got you ranked the worst. Yeah. Almost everybody has you ranked in the bottom three. Yeah. You're projected the least for week one. Yeah. Like all these things stacked against you and you're out here dropping, you know, a pick that should have had some value to it. And you're just dropping that. Sure. Like that, that's, that is what separates the good teams from the bad teams. That's why Babs is going to finish in the bottom three again this year. Like things are going to have to change moving forward. I think for Babs to be taken seriously and you can't be out here dropping a pick that's your twelfth round. I mean, that's you know, that's a that's a solid bench spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you can't be you can't be doing unless that. he thinks he's got some four D chess coming with a trade with uh, Old Kenny. I don't know. I don't know. Even even then, that is a that's yeah. irrelevant. Yeah, that is irrelevant because he could have your fifteenth round pick. You could switch out for Deion Jackson. That part was weird. That's he, what I'm saying. You can, you can switch out your fifteenth round yeah. pick for that. Yeah, but if you truly believe that you know OBJ is going to be that bad. 
why all of a sudden him? why draft him at 12 why waste that pick at 12 again you could have had mckinnon Mostert, p ryan dobbs all these guys sure. that went in that same around that same area yeah. and instead now it's like it's basically like you're okay we're in the 12th round Pitt comes to the guy in front of babs he <laughs> takes i'll take Mostert, and babs says i'll take no one yeah. that's essentially what just that's essentially yeah. what happened yeah I mean, and that that is just a killer in a competitive league like this, man. It just really is. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's my two cents on that. Obviously, I had a lot to say. Um, we're going to because the next segment is going to take a little bit of time. I think we will uh, take our first break here. Do, do we have we do we have a segment on the draft itself? Just kind of going over our draft. We well, I did a podcast without you last week. Oh, that's right. Duh. Yeah, I did an entire podcast without you last week and went over all the memories from the draft. Uh, I'm obviously you're free to add anything you no no no. I just for some reason I completely spaced on that. Well, you weren't here, so yeah. Uh, No, I guess before we take our break here, so I have uh, we're gonna when we do get back from break, we're gonna talk about JT's team rankings. We did mine last week um, from nine to one because you don't rank yourself. So we'll go over. Uh, JT's order of rankings, and we'll see who JT thinks is going to win it all this year. Um, we've had a couple of trades go down already. Um, we had we had the Elijah Mitchell trade go through, which you know my thoughts on it. Um, you just wanted a handcuff there. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I know CMC is not popular among a lot of people, especially you. Um, I that's really like I figured if it if I've always done the handcuff game, and it's never paid off. I figure... So let's do it again. Yes. After looking at all the research and just kind of opinions around the league, which is about all you can do. Look, I do believe Elijah Mitchell's probably more injury-prone than CMC is. But I thought it was a good opportunity. If I'm going to handcuff a position, why not the number one person in that position? And then... We know that if CMC goes down, they're going to use Elijah Mitchell as the guy. Now, after that, I don't fucking know. But when Elijah Mitchell's there and when he's healthy, which is the thing, I figured, fuck it, I'll go ahead. It's my fifth running back. I have four starters ahead of him, um, and we'll just see what happens. I figured just a sense of safety, I guess. And, hey, I like Dylan a lot. I did. I mean, he does have standalone value. It's just what game is that going to be that he has a standalone value? And who knows? There could be a running back out there on waivers I'm able to get later on. But it just – I was like, I'm going to feel real stupid, I guess, if week two, week three, CMC's hurt and I don't have someone that just immediately takes over his all his carries. Uh, and then I guess from there it's just, yeah, will he even stay healthy? So, yeah, I get it's not – it has risk for sure. My, we won't stay on it long. I will tell you, I will just give you a hypothetical right now. Sure. Okay. So now instead of having CMC and AJ Dillon, you have CMC and Elijah Mitchell. Right. Okay. So now you have, you, okay, let's, let's just say that you're, okay, you're guaranteed to have the producer in the 49ers backfield. Sure. You're taking up two spots to do that. If you had kept AJ Dillon, there's a chance that, you know, I mean, anybody can get hurt playing this game. Right. Aaron Jones goes down. All right. of a sudden, you have the number one guy in two offenses. Yes. Now, the most you can have is the number one guy in one offense. Yes. You could have had the number one guy in two offenses. Yes. And, and so, that is out the door. So I know but what no, you're no, saying. No, 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 no. 
just saying, you sat there at the cigar bar and told me to my face that you are playing to win, not to not I, lose, which you've done in the past. The move you made is exactly playing to not lose. That is not playing to win. I see it's what not. you're saying. I see what you're saying. And I also have subscribed to that train of thought. If CMC wasn't my first pick, if CMC wasn't my number one, I have to ensure that position. I would never have done it. I've given up, like I said, I've given up on the handcuff. I'm not going to handcuff any of my other running backs. But he was the number one pick on, on my team, and I know that Elijah Mitchell is going to be the guy. And so, yes, you are 100% correct. It is taking two spots to ensure one. But I think they both pr- produce extremely well, given the rock. So I'm not going to do it with anyone else. And maybe this is the last time I ever do it after this year altogether. But look, I, look, I understand. It's your choice. Sure. I just thought it was interesting because literally the day before <laughs> you were sitting there, you know, harping on the fact you're playing to win and not playing it safe and playing to not lose. Sure. And then There's the levels. next day you There's make levels. a corresponding pick that is the exact opposite of what you were saying. So I just had to get that out there. Sure. Um, speaking of trades, we've only got a minute left before we take a break here. I will say that, uh, I, I don't think I've ever had as many people hit me up for a player before the season started as I have for randomly James Conner. I'm telling you, I have had, I will say more than two people hit me up for James Conner. It's interesting. I mean, it's not interesting just because it makes kind of sense. I think people are just looking for the guy. Who's just interesting be, to me. Yeah, and no trades. You couldn't get one done. God no! Are you kidding me? I'm not going to name people, names. People here. trying to give you lit peanuts. Oh, dude! Especially one of the guys. <laughs> you can probably guess. Yeah. It just insulting offers, honestly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just it, you know it's just felt super random to me that. The only player I've gotten an offer for trade wise is James Conner. Like he's obviously not the best player on my team, but people really want him. Um, so yeah, we're gonna take a quick break now, and then we'll get into the meat of the episode. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, just jumping back into it here. Um, thanks for sticking with us. So the next portion of the podcast here again. Last week, JT wasn't with us. I did my rankings of everybody's post draft team. Now we're going to let JT catch up here. I just wanted to get kind of an idea of um, where his mind is on the rankings because obviously we have two very different schools of thought when it comes to fantasy football, and I wanted to see uh, how his rankings relate to mine. So um, give JT a little bit of time as soon as he got here this afternoon to sit down and uh, pick his rankings, and we're going to go through those. Uh, We're going to start here. So, again, I'll remind everybody of my rankings. I had Ken in last place and ninth. Again, not ranking ourselves, so it's going to be nine teams, nine through one, not ranking your own team. Because uh, everybody thinks they have the best. Yes. Um, so, except for Zoner, who thinks he has the ninth worst. And we got Ken in ninth for me, Babs in eighth, Neves in seventh, JT in sixth, Zoner in fifth, Gerke in fourth, Troy in third, Ben second, and Sam uh, in the number one slot for me. So, I'm just going to uh, let JT take it from here and go ahead and after you say we'll go through them one at a time you go through your ninth uh team and i'll pull them up in um the uh fantasy app here we'll take a look at them and uh kind of just briefly go through each one so uh, who do you got as the worst team in this fantasy league 
man, this is tough. I've literally like I'm changing. I'm literally like scribbling right now my rankings as I'm looking at these more and more. And of course, we've had some changes since the draft. So my uh, my my rankings do reflect uh, the current situation on the NFL landscape. Um, and I am, you know, this person was in this position to start right out of the draft. And I just don't think enough has changed. Uh, and I'm going to give it to Neebs in last place. Neebs in last. Neebs in last. Okay. Neebs in last. I Again, I have Neebs in seventh and you have him in ninth. Uh, just looking at overview of Team Flower Power here, projected to lose week one, already out the gate. Um, what do you like about his team? What do you not like? I like Josh Allen. I like A.J. Brown. I like Darren Waller. Where he took him? He could have gotten him much later. I wanted to get hit. Well, so if he hadn't taken him in that round, I would have got him in the next. So. Oh, wow. The JT endorsement yeah. on Waller. Big Write endorsement it down. There. Write it down. Big endorsement there. Uh, and to be honest, I do like Khalil Herbert. but I liked that pick too, that, especially that late. I did like that. Um, and I don't know about Bijan. I'm sure that's going to be a great pick. It's just I'm not a guy. I don't know. I'm just not versed on – I don't like the Falcons to begin with, and I mean it's a lot to put on a rookie in your second pick. But people who know more about this than I do apparently say he's just going to come out and be the number one running back in the league. Yeah, a lot of Bijan hype. Um, I'm with you on a lot of those as far as likes and dislikes. I, you know what? I think Needs has a fun team. I honestly think Needs has a fun team to watch this year. Now. Marquise Brown isn't going to be isn't going to be fun as your wide receiver too. That sucks. Um, Brian Robinson Jr. is going to suck. Brian Robinson is going to be a fucking headache, dude. And, and then you get and then you know kind of goes to the you know the Babs wasting picks, the Kenny wasting a pick, like Brees Hall. I mean, you you know, I'm not saying Brees Hall's not going to eventually be good, but that's just he's on your bench. You know what I mean? Like you you spent a high draft pick to get him. And week one, he's on your bench. Yeah. Like, I don't think that that's I – I, I just – for me, a win's a win, whether it's early in the season or later. Like, you you need to stack them wins up as much as you can to get into the playoffs in the first place. I know you say that Brees Hall's coming back and he's going to help you down the stretch, but it's not going to matter if there's no stretch if I, you don't make the playoffs. Sure. You know, and Hall, uh, Hall was such a head-scratcher, and I like to not give credit where credit isn't due. Um, I don't – I'm still not convinced that Neves wasn't using like a 2022 draft fucking sheet when he was drafting at the draft. Um, draft rapid fire. But draft, draft, draft. all the news for Brees Hall has been trending up. I, and I can't ignore that. I can't say like, you know, I, again, I'm not trying to give credit to Neves that he would knew that Brees Hall would be like trending to play week one. And, and apparently everyone, they're ready to give him the rock. They just want to make sure he's okay. You know, I don't know. But – Brees Hall, Brees Hall would be the guy in in historically. I would I would avoid, and he gets drafted by someone and goes off. So, well, I, I got that kind of a feeling from Hall. And look, I'll I'll tell you, like, of course, he's the guy was on pay. He probably would have been the rookie of the year last year if he didn't end up getting hurt. Sure, I uh, phenomenally talented. I just think that it speaks a lot to how the Jets feel about him, the comfortability they have with using him, the fact that they went and got Dalvin Cook. 
I think that speaks a lot to it. And I'm not saying that Brees Hall isn't going to outscore Dalvin right. Cook this year. I think he right. will. But I think if they really thought that he was healthy and could shoulder the load, they would not have gone out and, and, and gotten Dalvin sure. Cook. Um, but again, I'm higher on Neves' team than you are. I think that they are a fun team. I think he's got those upside guys like a Bijan, um, like a Khalil Herbert, even Deshaun Watson. I really like where he got him as a, I, a second see, quarterback. See, that's like, where I, I just – I think Deshaun Watson is just a terrible quarterback now. I, I don't, don't think, so. think he's going to be any so. good. I think he is. I, I think he bounces back. I love A.J. Brown to death, but he is boom bust to me as far as receiver. I mean, if he doesn't get – you know, he's the guy that turns like five receptions into a big game. But yeah, it's just like, will he do it? Well, know? and to me, that just adds to that's kind of what I mean by saying it's a fun team. You know, boom yeah. bust, call it fun if you want. It's not fun if it's your team because sure. you don't want that. Sure. But I think it is a fun team. And I actually do think it's a little bit better than people are giving him credit for. I get the hate. I don't think it's a playoff team by any stretch of the imagination. But I've got him at seven. You got him at nine. Let's move on here. Um, what is your pick for the eighth best team in our league? And I will just say that these first three teams that I'm going to mention, I almost could like alternate. Sure. Uh, maybe, maybe not. But at any rate, this one was hard. Um, and just because of recent developments, I had to go Ken here. Um, when you get his uh, roster pulled up here, we'll look yeah, at it a little bit up. more clearly what exactly I'm just not in on. Also, it looks like... Uh, name change. Name change. Yep, name change. we got a few name changes. We'll get to that. All right. So let's take a look here. Um, can you scroll down just a hair? Yeah, sorry. My bad. You're good. You're good. Um, I like, obviously, Jalen Hurts. Okay. So that when I compare it to, like, uh, Neve's team, I like Jalen Hurts. I like Josh Allen. I like Jalen Hurts more. Uh, Eckler, Bijan. I mean, we've seen what Eckler could do. If Bijan could do what Eckler did last year, that's a successful season. So that's kind of a watch for me. Pacheco, don't really like. I don't know what the Chiefs are going to do there. Uh, I think Amon Ra is a PPR machine, which is more reliable to, to, than A.J. Brown to me. Uh, Amari Cooper kind of is the A.J. Brown on uh, Ken's team here. T. Higgins also is boom bust, but you know his boom games are huge. And Christian Watson looked like a stud last year. This is what I don't like. I don't like Anthony Richardson because I just don't know. He could be a stud, but he will not. Not this year. No way. That I mean, he's he, gonna be bad. He could be a fields later on down the shot. But that's I mean, just kind of doing an independent analysis there between him and Neebs. That is what I like. Uh the, I like Hertz, Eckler, Brown, and Higgins. Higgins is a nice flex. And that's what I really like about. I'm just don't. I'm not so sold on Green Bay players, and that's one thing where I I could see myself getting burned by avoiding them. Yeah, and look, I I um I actually do like. I, look, I like some things about Ken Steve. Look, if if, if Jonathan Taylor it, was somehow healthy and full go, like Ken would not have a bad team. Uh, but again, obviously, I've harped on it many times. That's just a killer. Uh, not a lot of guys to help him out on his bench either as far as depth. I mean, I really like Deontay Johnson. Um, if yeah. that's me this week, I'm probably starting Deontay Johnson over uh, someone in that lineup for Got sure. Watson. I mean, I would say Watson. They're playing the Bears. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably finding a way to throw Deontay in that lineup. Um, but the rest of his bench is just – I don't – Charbonnet could be a guy. No. Mooney's nothing. Charbonnet's not going to be a guy. Mooney is absolutely Mooney is, nothing. Mooney's nothing. Charbonnet's not going to be anything this year other than the DJ Dallas role. Sure. Like, I mean, I, I don't care. I, I've had Seahawks running backs every year. I know how Pete Carroll uses his players. If I'm Sam, I'm not even that worried about getting Charbonnet. Like, it's Ken Walker is going to get 
80% of the touches. Like, it's not going to be like people mm-hmm. are thinking. Uh, Zeke is nothing. Jalen Hyatt, nothing. Uh, and Clyde, probably not too Clyde and much. Zeke are emergency fucking stars. Right. I mean, that's, that's... You're hoping for, like, a goal. Well, shit, you're not looking for one from CEH, but... Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, look, I, I have Ken at ninth. You have him at eighth. Uh, right there, I think. And uh, it's unfortunate because, you know, it's not really – like again, Ken, if you, you made a bad pick picking Jonathan Taylor, yeah, someone had to step on the if, landmine. If you didn't, if you did, I was if you don't do that, if you don't pick Jonathan Taylor there, uh, you're you're probably right up there. If you went for else. yeah, if you would have went with like an available quarterback that was in that round, I'm sure this team would looks a lot. Oh, more it would look much better. Okay, so we got Ken at the eight spot. Yes. Um, what do you got next? Next would be Babs. I've got Babs uh, at this would be my seven, I guess. Babs yeah. at the seven. I have Babs at the eight. All right, what do I like about this team? The Water Grays. The Water Grays. Um, man, you know, I know drafting 10th is hard, but when I was looking at his team, it was like his wide receiver one is fine. Like I got, you know, I'm not going to talk about it being the first round pick. Like CD Lamb is, I think, going to be a, a stud receiver. Herbert is a stud quarterback. And then to follow that up with Mixon and Metcalf, I like Mixon, but. God, man. I mean, Metcalf could turn it back around, but I guess he did end up like a top 12, I think, or 10 last year, but it was very streaky. Um, and then from there, Ayuk, like, I love Ayuk. I think we all love Ayuk. It's just the pathway to get there is over CMC, it's over Samuel, it's over. So I'm not entirely sold there. Uh, and then he's got the New Orleans backfield, which should be fine. It's just a matter of hoping that it's not going to be a headache of like, is Jamal gonna like vulture throughout the season? Uh, and his court, his second quarterback, Dak, I think was is a pretty good quarterback for his second one, which is where I gave him the edge over um, Ken. Was I liked his second quarterback a lot more? Dalvin's probably not going to be much for too long, but he'll have Kamara come back, and he'll probably throw someone else wide receiver wise or running back wise in that second flex. Actually. I, I'll say this. I agree with a lot of what you said. I, I have to say, every time I look at Babs' team, I kind of like it a little more. I think it could be better. Obviously, I have him ranked down pretty low. I don't think it's a playoff team. Um, I, again, I think the CD pick was too early in that first round. But I kind of like a lot of stuff that Babs has going on. I mean, even down to like the running back thing where – He's got Dalvin Cook to start, yeah. and I think that'll be great to start. And then I think by the time Dalvin Cook is trailing off and Brees Hall is kind of taking over that backfield, guess what? By then Kamara's backing up to speed, mm-hmm. and then he just he just punches that in. And Jordan Addison could be a very solid wide receiver too. Jordan Addison Vikings. could very well be T. Higgins, man. Yeah, he very well could yeah. be T. Higgins. They said he looks um, solid. Look, I. I think for the bat, the, you know, right out of the gate, and ESPN has them last for a reason. Again, don't think this is a playoff team. I do just want to say that I do like Babs' team a little bit more every time I see it. Um, that being said, I just don't think there's enough upside. And, again, you you make moves like dropping your 12th-round pick. Um, yeah, I, I just don't uh, – I don't think this is a playoff team by any stretch of the imagination. But shout out because I, I I do like it better than ESPN does. I yeah. do like your team better than ESPN does. But, again, you've got Babs at seven. I've got him at eight. Uh, let's move on here. What's your next pick? Who do you have at six? God, man. And, and like I said, tough, tough, tough because 
the more I look at this, I think I could alternate this person with Babs. I think I could almost move Babs down or up, I guess, in my rankings here. Uh, Gerky is my next on okay. my rankings. Pretty good deviation there. You have Gerky at six. I have him at four. Yes. So um, it's tough when you go tight end early. And um, I liked the Kelsey pick. I mean, he's fine, right? I mean, Kelsey's going to be Kelsey until he's not. Um, Lamar, I don't know. I don't, uh, I'm so in on Lamar this I year. I think he could bounce it back. I think quarterback won We're a long year. way out. The problem with Gurky, and this is why I really do think I would bump Babs up over Gurk here, is uh, the his situation at receiver. He went so far. Now, I, you know, if Lamar is great, great. And if Geno, it can be what he at least was last year, he's pretty set at quarterback. Um, I love the Pollard pick. I wasn't all the way in on Stevenson because I think Zeke's going to be a bit of a headache this year on the goal line. But Stevenson's got the big play ability. But then we look here at his receivers, and it they're all like boom. Godwin, it, we, we're relying on Baker here. But Williams is boom bust. Lockett's boom bust. Jahan Dotson is a streaker. That can be boom bust. At that point, you're hoping that Zay Flowers uh, – will be in turn into like a half point PPR guy. Well, yeah, Michael Thomas. And he does have Michael Thomas. And hey, I'm going to tell you, I think Michael Thomas is going to play most of the season, if not all the season. And I think he's going to be a headache for me as the Olave owner because I just worry that Carr is going to go after the veteran more than the the newer guy. I, th- I just think three seasons is too much. I just think he's not going to be the Michael Worth. Thomas you saw. Fair enough. Yeah. So – Gosh, man. And then, yeah, his so after he went <laughs> Pollard and Stevenson, he went with Antonio Gibson and Pete Ryan, two pass-catching backs, but arguably two backups. Uh, and then Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard, which I don't think know if he thought – I don't know. I don't know there. Yeah, I think, honestly, when I'm looking at this, I think I moved Gurky back one and I moved Babs up over this. But if Lamar is Lamar, I completely see Gurky being where I had him ranked here currently. Yeah, look, I, you know, obviously I like Gerke's team more than you do. I got Gerke in the top five, and I think it's even a playoff team, strictly because I think he hit big on Lamar. I think he hit on Pollard. I think Ramondre is going to be a fantastic really? running back, too. Uh, I really like Tony Pollard this year. I actually like No, Ramondre's for me. Oh, Ramondre. I, think no, I, I think like Pollard. I like Ramondre. I, I, dude, I honestly, just the way New England runs the ball, Bill O'Brien coming back, they're going to be back in a different uh, running scheme that they used to use. I really like Ramondre this year. I do think that there's a, an outside chance he could finish as a top 10 running back, man. Sure. Um, so I really like Ramondre. I love Tony Pollard. His receivers, obviously, Mike Williams, a little iffy. Tyler Lockett, who he, the definition of boom bust. But then, man, the, the home run of Kelsey at tight end. I uh, really like the Jahan Dotson uh, dice roll with Scary Terry probably out for six weeks or so. Um, and then you go down, he's got some high upside guys again, like Z- Zay Flowers is just getting so much fucking hype right now. Does that yep. pan out? I don't know. Yep. Um, and then Michael Thomas, I, I don't love. But I do like Samantha P. Ryan a lot. I, I do too. I think Javante is not as far along as people are saying. Um, and... I, I think that I have been a perennial like I think I've had Samaje on my team the last like three years whether I own Mixon or didn't and he's put up games for me when any of when Mixon ever had to miss. Yeah, I, I do. I do believe in he's my a good run of it. In my opinion, I think that Samaje is good on his own, and I also think that they have rushed 
Javante back a little bit. If you go and listen to like guys who had the same injury, which is multiple tears in the ligaments of a knee. Yeah. It's usually like, I forget what they say, like 13 months was like the fastest thing anybody else has ever done it. It does seem suspect. And you know who that was? J.K. Dobbins, who rushed back. And that was at 13 months, rushed back, got hurt again. Yeah. Javante, it's only been 10 months. I know. And they're saying he's 100% healthy. It would literally be like something that has never happened before in the history of the NFL for him to come back, be 100% healthy, and not get hurt from this injury. So I do think that that, that they're lying. I think that the Broncos are hopeful like that he's – back in 100%, but there's just – I mean, it's physically impossible at this point. Here's the thing that's really killing me about running backs, especially rookie running backs. What rookie running backs that aren't stu- – like what stud running backs have not gotten hurt in that rookie year? It seems like they all get hurt. Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, you look Brees back Hall, up- Kenneth Walker, Javante last year, all of them hurt. Yeah, sure. I mean, but the year before that, I think there was a couple where people seem to J.K. Dobbins. I think was a rookie year injury. Well, J.K. Dobbins is bone on bone. He's hurt every year. But it's just, I don't know. These rookies get hurt when they look like studs, and I just can't. So you trust. that's that's recency bias because I then know, you go back to I know. Adrian Peterson, Todd Gurley. I mean, you go back to the real studs. Right. They did not we've get talked hurt about we've talked about real things of like, do they practice the way they play? Right. Of course, I think that's this a real is thing. becoming a reoccurring thing. Like these. Travis Etienne was another one. Like, literally all of the stud running backs coming into the league get fucking hurt in their first year. A lot of them do. Not all of them. A uh, lot of them do. It, I think the one's worth anything. I mean. Bijan will be a real test of that this it year. It will be. So, uh-huh. I don't know. I'm I'm always skeptical on on them coming back. And I am also think I've also had your line of thinking with Javante. It seems suspect that it they're coming back so soon from that. That's too soon. I mean, if, if – Maybe he's a superhuman healer, and maybe he will be the first person yeah. to come back from this. Or maybe this there's just new techniques. I don't know. Sure, sure. But I, I, I don't believe that Javante is 100%. And I, so for that reason, I really like P. Ryan. Um, moving forward. And by the way, just to note, Gerke is projected, I believe, the second highest of anyone this week. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like your team. Well, with team. Lamar scoring 26 and a half points. Well, I, think, I think he's going to easily. Um, so, again, you have Gerke at six. I have him at four. Moving on now, who do you got at five? Number five is going to be a mover, I think, from draft day. Here I have Mr. Choi, Scott's Tops, Ooh. at five here. And the thing that stands out to me with Choi the most, especially with recent developments, is and what I don't think I really like, especially being that we're in a half-point PPR and a deep league, is he is super heavy in running backs. Um, and he, I think he needs to make – you just need receivers. And, yes, Cup could come back um, later in the season. You know, you're definitely not out of it by week, you know, by early in the season, by any stretch of the imagination. But, God. So, let's start with the top. Obviously, I love Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's probably going to go out there and put every bit of 31 points uh, up on Detroit this week. Just to interrupt you, that's honestly, like, Troy's, Troy, with Mahomes, he could literally, you know, jump several spots in the rankings yeah. just because he has Mahomes. But go correct, ahead. correct. Uh, I like Saquon Barkley a lot. Javante, this is where we start to get to the, like, okay, he here's one of his many running backs that he had, but oh, he, shit. he's also kind of skeptical with the injury. Then we jump down, and we have Cup, who still is seeing a specialist as we speak on Monday when games start on Sunday. Uh, Debo. Debo's a question mark to me, dude. Like, I don't know Agreed. what happened last year and if he'll turn it around. I think – 
the impression I get from Debo is that he was happy to get the bag and then just kind of that's about it. Well, I think CMC and took yes. 90% of the role that made Debo so valuable. There's also the fact of, yeah, different quarterback, different game plans, and brought in CMC. I'd like Najee a lot. And Damian Pierce is a stud, but I think I read today that they're going full-on platoon. It. I read it today as platoon. well. Platoon. I read it as well. Though. And it's a Houston running back, which, again, he can do fine. But, like, I just think Najee can catch balls. Damian Pierce, I don't think he's a catcher. Javante isn't a catcher. Uh, Saquon is. And I just think he's so relying on uh, on running backs. And then, of course, I don't like Russell Wilson at all. No, I don't either. Uh, yeah, I don't Pittman Jr., no, nah, I don't really like uh, Kadarius Tony could be injured on the first play of the game. Dubes, don't know. Uh, he's hurt right now. He's hurt right now. Bryce Damn Young, me. I mean, rookie for Carolina. This is his third quarterback, but I get where you're going. Then you got the guy that you just gave. I actually like A.J. Sure. Dillon a lot and Ben Jefferson. But that's another running back. Sure. But then you got, you know, Van Jefferson is basically his handcuff to Cooper Cup, which I just don't think you can start anyone for the Rams if you can't in the receiving room if it's not Cooper Cup. And let's be honest, Cooper Cup, I, I think Cooper Cup misses at the very least four games. I think I, I think four games at the very least sure. to start the season. Um, yeah, look, Troy's team, I had him in the top three when I did my rankings last week, but I think the Cooper Cup news obviously drops him down quite a bit. Um, so he's looking at relying on Debo Samuel to be his wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah. I don't and like he has that. to bounce back to be as good as he was. I don't like I mean? that. I don't – I do not like that at all. Um, I – man, tr- it, it look – But he has Mahomes, so it's hard for Mahomes. me not to rank him lower. Look, he, he could sit here with Mahomes and Saquon and, you know, a, sol- a Najee getting the volume he's going to get – and be okay. And we also all know that Troy has ways of weaseling around and making trades, just like he fleeced you the other day. <laughs> so it look, I would drop Troy in my rankings after losing Cooper Cup. I had him at three. I'd probably drop him to five now. I would also say if it was based on this roster right here today that Troy is having to field, I don't think this is a playoff team. But I know Troy. He'll make moves. I know Troy, and I know the rest of you weak sons of bitches who are going to get fleeced, just like my co-host did yesterday. No. And you may think, oh, it's just a small fleece. He didn't need running backs. It's a small fleece. He needs a wide receiver. I don't care. You made his team better. It's okay. a small fleece, but he does that several times. And guess what? He's right back because I think he's right now fourth, fifth team, a couple moves. Cooper Cup comes back after a month, and we're talking about Troy in the playoffs again. So just off this roster with no Cooper Cup, I would say this is not a playoff team. Cooper Cup comes back week four, five, six, whatever. I think Troy's right back in the running, and let's be honest, he'll make enough moves. It sucks. It sucks to say, but I know you guys are going to trade <laughs> all kinds of good I don't want to use our. To I don't want to use our influence to, like, Gang up on someone. But I'm not yeah. ganging up. I'm they saying do it. I they know do. how this works. I know do. how this they works. Do. I know exactly how this works. Uh, and, and so, look, I, I roster-wise, I'd say this is the fifth best team in the league. But let's be honest, I just don't see a way Troy doesn't end, the play, end up in the playoffs. I just, sure. I, I mean, especially six teams. I mean, oh, yeah, it's six teams. He's definitely making the playoffs. It's not even a question. Sure. It's not even a question. Okay, so that's who you have at five. Uh, who do you got at four? So next, uh, 
this yeah this five four three was kind of hard honestly all the way down to one was kind of hard from here on out but next i have zon um and zon's team has really grown on me uh especially with some changes that have happened since the draft um yeah pull up old babsy two so you have zoner at uh Four, four here. I have him at five. But again, I think now I would jump Troy with Zoner. All right. So here's what I can scroll down. Just yeah. Here. Here's what I like. Obviously, I like Burrow. Uh, a, lot of red, a lot of red on there. A lot though. of red. I think ETN's fine. I think Jameer Gibbs is the type of guy that I didn't really want to touch, but will end up being fucking fantastic. You like touching guys. Yeah, it's okay. Um, Devontae Adams, uh, probably going to be great. But again, not someone I really wanted to touch. Uh, got to stop doing this. Gotta stop I got to stop that. saying this. Waddle will probably be great. Even again, not someone I drafted. Uh, Mike Evans will probably still put up a thousand. Love that pick. It's such a honor pick. Yeah, it I is. love it. I love uh, it. And honestly, I do like Miles Sanders going to the Panthers. I know. Oh no, he, there's no one else there that's going to steal from him. No, like, brother. They were they were vulturing the shit out of him. The Eagles, including the quarterback, uh, and then Aaron Rodgers could be his swan song. Um, Fine quarterback, too. Yes, fine quarterback, too. Cooks is whatever. Lazard's actually probably a decent stash uh, on that mm. team. For the, I mean, wide receiver, too, and it, God forbid something happens no. to Ole Wilson. He's not. Uh, Moster, sure, I don't fucking care about the Dolphins running backs, but that also can He's hurt. He's a starter me. with Jeff, Jeff Wilson out and A-Chain hurt. Like it's this, true. Which, true. without a doubt, it's going to be Moster. So probably he needs to start Moster over Sanders, and he probably will. I certainly would. Uh, he has Thielen, probably the only wide receiver to own. Um, and then Bigsby is his handcuff. So, oh, yeah, he kind of went on the handcuff journey yesterday that's after honor. I did. That's honor. I know. That's honor. Hey, he makes the playoffs. He's won. He's also lost. Sure. Uh, look, I you know, obviously I have I think Zoner's got a solid team this year. I got him in the top five. Uh, probably could move him up in the top four now with Troy's regression. I agree with you on a lot of those. I personally don't love ETN. Um, ETN is not like my it's I like Gibbs more than ETN. I think Kyle Pitts ends up on waivers this year. God. Um I think that Zoner quietly drafted all white quarterbacks <laughs> with uh Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, and handsome Jimmy. Uh, I don't know what that says about his Oh he had Jeff Wilson personality. Yeah, he has him on IR. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, but look, I, I think Zoner drafted a again pretty Zonery team. I think he did take a few risks, which I, th- I think that ultimately, man, I, I think that's the recipe for a good team is you know pretty solid and consistent with a few high upside players. I think Zoner did it. I think Zoner has a good team this year. I think he ends up in the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of right there with you on that. I had him at five. You had him at four. Uh, moving up the list here, actually, probably need to take a break. Yep. Yep. Um, so we're gonna take a quick break uh come back with you for the finale of jt's picks uh we still have to go through and make our um week one our week one predictions who's going to win their matchups week one got a few other things to get to as well gonna be a little bit of a long podcast but uh, with the long weekend hopefully you guys got time to to listen to it we're getting it out early so hopefully you have time to uh to get a listen in before uh the week starts so we're gonna take another break we will be right back and keep on rolling all right, back again. Uh, we're just going to keep it rolling on down the line here. We just finished up with your fourth pick. So just to uh, recap here so far, this is JT's rankings. He has Neebs at the nine spot, Ken at eight, Babs at seven, Gerke at six, Troy coming in fifth, and Zoner at fourth. 
Moving on to your top three here, JT. Uh, what do you got in your number three hole? Number three hole, we got Somali Knights. Somali Knights. Benji. Oh, Benjaroon. I love the team name. The old Benjaroon. Let's get that roster pulled up here. What's funny is, uh, just uh, to touch on Somali Knights, uh, every, so my gym, I go to the Y, and one of the Ys are the North Kansas City one, and every time I'm in there now, I don't know why. Like, Kansas City's getting a booming Somali population. Oh. And for whatever reason, I guess the time of day I go, man, there's just, like, a ton of Somali kids in there. And every time I'm like, oh, it just reminds me of old uh, Benji. Almost sent a snap the other day other than <laughs> said, Ben, your family's at the Y. What's going on? Uh, all right, so you got Benji in the three holes, Somali Knights. Yes. So. Uh, I like this team a lot, too. I believe I had him at the two spot. Um, what's going on here with Ben's team in your eyes? All right, so what I think is fantastic is that he got the duo of Henry and Jacobs. That, I mean, each of those players easily can put 20 up Love points. that. I mean, Love 20 that. is like Henry's floor. 18 to 20 is Henry's floor. Jacobs, same thing. RB1 last year. Yeah, dude, dude like, fucking knocked it out of the park there. Then, of course, he fought, he overall, number one, he took the number one receiver with Jefferson, who could – you know, he has a floor of maybe like 15 points, but he also can go up to 40 points on a, just a boom game. Um, I love Ridley. I was a little sketch when he took at Ridley because it was a second wide receiver. But honestly, uh, with the rest of his team, it's not that bad. Just everything sounds like Ridley's still good to go and it's going to be the guy. And God, last time we saw him playing, he was fantastic. Uh, Kittle should have been a knockout out of the park pick where he got Although, him but he just seems hurts. to be he's getting hurt. hurt groin injury again man yeah so that's gonna have to be something he's probably gonna have to drop somebody to get a tight yeah, end he's here. gonna have to pick a tight end up um joe aaron jones is good for boom boom week to win aaron jones will win him at least two weeks this year alone aaron jones is just solid man i mean I think, yeah i think he's very consistent he is that i would say as someone who's owned him three two times in the last four years that would put him as the opposite man he is not, but he does. I, I've never owned him, to be fair. Good good for you. I do like Aaron Jones as a player, but the Packers are fucking idiots. He's the best player on their field on their team right now, so hopefully they turn that around for Ben's sake um, because he is the most talented player, and he will put up a 40-point game at least once or That's twice. That's his RB3, though. That's Correct. Aaron Jones is your RB3. Correct. is just amazing sure. to me. That's amazing. But when he puts up seven points, which I've seen him do a lot, don't be too surprised. Swift, I don't, not really convinced. Really, there. Uh, his, For good reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, the quarterbacks. Hey, golf will probably be fantastic. I don't like Stafford, but I don't know. He's probably good to to keep him. If Stafford gives you the fifteen points with who we just talked about, I think he's sitting just fine. Hell, he could probably throw Purdy in, and he'll probably end up being. I bet Purdy starts more weeks for uh, Ben than Stafford does. Uh, uh, I think that might oh, – man, I honestly don't know. That's I was going to say that's a hot take, but I like Purdy's offense a whole lot better. I think Stafford is, is pretty well cooked, and I think the Rams are just going to be awful. Yeah, so uh, Pickens, could this could be his breakout year. I love the Pickens pick, yeah. dude. I'm t- man. And Quentin Johnson, I mean, as streaky as the receivers are on the Chargers. I've been reading a lot of bad stuff about Quentin Johnson. Oh, really? That he's just not – He's not quite grasping the playbook like they'd want him to, and then he's probably a year out. Yeah. Um, Obviously, could be wrong, but that's what I'm reading. Sure. But he's on the Chargers offense, which, hey, someone, anyone can break out there. Jameson Williams, don't really know. He'll probably be a drop candidate for a tight end. 
uh, MVS, sure, dart throw on a Chiefs player. And then the Marvin Mims, sounds like Judy's going to come back sooner than later, but I don't hate the Marvin Mims guy. It's just a dart throw. He dropped uh, He dropped somebody for him. I don't remember who. I don't remember um, either. Oh, it was Justin Ross. Look, I – man, I, I Ben's team to me is kind of in the same category as Babs is in terms of every time I look at it, I like it more and more. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm with you. Like, I think Goff is a great quarterback. Quarterback one is a little rough. He, ideally, him at a quarterback two is fantastic. Top ten to QB one. Um, I, 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 again, Stafford I'm out on. I man, I love his running backs so much. And what's crazy is I could sit here and look if I didn't know anything about the draft, and I sat here and saw Ben's team with Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, and Aaron Jones. Those are his top three running backs. And then you tell me that his first pick was Justin Jefferson. Like, man, I really like this team a lot. The one thing to me that hurts is, uh, you know. It's a quarterback-driven league, obviously, and super flex quarterbacks are that much more important. And I think he will get hurt a little bit in the quarterback situation. I think that drops him down uh, just a rung or two. But I do. I'm, I'm. I really like this team. Obviously, I had him at two. You've got him at three. Um, and I think the sky's the limit for Benji. I think this is a much better draft than he had last year. Oh yeah. Um, I, I really think there's a lot Which of upside here. What's funny because I, I didn't talk about it on the draft episode, but um, when Ben was in the middle of the draft, I thought he wasn't doing very well because he waited so long on quarterbacks. But when you just look at the quality of players he has, despite that, and then he ended up with Goff. I mean, I wouldn't have felt comfortable with Goff as my one, but then again, I didn't have Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, and Justin Jefferson on my team. So I get it. And then Ridley's a good, you know, so all in all, it really is a lot better than what I was at in the draft. And he was also getting pretty drunk too. He was taking all sorts of drinks. So I thought he was kind of losing it there, but Razzie's listening. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, no, yeah. I, again, I, not to harp on it too much. I really, I do. I do like Ben's team quite a bit and I look for Ben to be in the playoffs. Um, whenever that time comes around. All right. Uh, who do you got at the two spots? The old two spot is going to be Mr. Dirk Diggler. Mr. Samuel Hyde. All right, let's pull up that squad here. All right, what do I love about this squad? Oof. Oh, okay, it's a little out of order, so it's kind of hard to see. You know, this one, when we were looking at Ben's, kind of how I did with Gurky and Ben, I could see me swapping Ben, or I'm sorry, uh, Babs and Gurky. I could see me doing that with Sam and Ben here. But uh, obviously, I love Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill could finish as the wide receiver one on the year. He's just that explosive, and he still looks fucking amazing. Uh, Nick Chubb easily could be the running back one. I mean, just workhorse. No one's really there to fucking take anything from him. Uh, I like Trevor Lawrence and Cousins for the quarterbacks. And, man, yeah, I, the more I talk about it, I think I should have had Ben over him because this is where I'm, I'm not – Entirely sold on Devontae Smith as a wide receiver, too. Uh, he was very streaky, boom bust, whenever I have ever owned him. I don't know. I guess I have to ask Gurky because he had him last year. Uh, McLaurin, again, this is after the draft. So McLaurin seems like that injury could be lingering and has a bad history with other players lingering a long time. I like Kenneth Walker, but scared for the same reasons that we talked about earlier with the rookies always get hurt and they're coming back from an injury. 
we'll see. I don't know how severe that one was, but I was just like, of course, he's like a stud. And then guess what? Boom, injury. Um, Drake London, I'm not convinced. Uh, I do like – so his bench here, we're looking at his bench. I do like uh, – You didn't even mention Tyreek. I did. It was my first one. Oh, you did say Tyreek. Yeah, I love Tyreek. Yeah. Uh, if I didn't take CMC, I would have took Tyreek, which I know everyone – you're probably saying you should have done. You should um, I think, yeah, JSN could win out a role there over Lockett maybe. Um, Gabe Davis is fine. McKinnon's a dart throw. Harris is a dart throw. Warren could have some role. Man, he went running back heavy on his bench. Yeah, he did. Jesus. Uh, and Penny, which I don't know. I don't really like that whole entire backfield. So, yeah, I think, honestly, I would have had him one position back. But I just I liked his draft enough to put him where I have him. Um, yeah. There you have it. So, um, you've got Hine at two. I had Hine at one. Uh, yeah, I, I look, I'm going to say that I agree with you on Tyreek. Obviously, I really like Sam's draft. I think there's a lot of upside here. I think Sam's playing to win and not to not lose. Um, scary Terry, that hurts. That really does that, that really does hurt him, especially because, I mean, the only other receiver he's got to throw in right now is Gabe Davis. Yeah. Um, I mean, Terry comes back, and by week four, you know, he's going to be just fine. You know, he'll be in the playoffs, and then from there it's crapshoot. Uh, Lawrence is a great, should be a great quarterback. Cousins obviously is good. He's serviceable. Also, Sam does not have a third quarterback, but he does have two white starting quarterbacks. Interesting. The interesting. Um, yeah, and then, of course, Nick Chubb, classic. I think Ken Walker is fantastic. Uh, I think Drake London has a good year. I can't say enough about Reek, obviously. I'm actually a little higher on Devonta Smith, I think, than you are. Um, I think I'm low than everyone. Yeah, I don't know I, why, but I, I just, man, he hit. I, again, I didn't own him last year, but he, I was just like, he just seems to be very hit and miss. See, to me, I, look, I see a world where there's a real possibility that Devonta Smith could at some point outscore A.J. Brown. Really? Yes. So I, I love that pick. But, man, there were people were picking him over starter, like number ones on now teams. That, I, I, and I was that. just like, I, I think he's a great – I think wide receiver, too, I think he's like exactly what you want. Sure. I, I really think he's a good wide receiver, too. Now, the problem with that is for Sam, you know, his other receivers are Drake London and Terry McLaurin uh, after Tyreek, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. You got Tyreek as your one. Uh, then as your two, you got Devonta. Uh, and then, look, if Terry – Scary Terry does come back healthy at some point. That's going to be obviously a huge boost to your team. And then Drake London again, I like. So I, I, I do I do like the upside of Sam's team quite a bit. Ultimately, I think that's enough for me to keep him as maybe my number one team. Man, but I, I'm kind of like you where looking at Ben's team with fresh eyes here, man, I, I could very easily put Ben a slot above Sam or on, you know, any given day switch these two. Sure. I think both these teams are playoff caliber teams. It's just going to come down to how do the managers, um, in fact, manage these teams. Yeah. So I guess you got one more. And if I'm <laughs> – look, I'm sitting here and I, there's a name I haven't heard yet. Yeah, surprisingly, right? Um, I don't like this. Yeah. I. So obviously I have you as my number one team here. The dreaded, the dreaded JT endorsement. But – you have to presume – so not presume health because I'm not looking at health on this one. But what I am looking at is the biggest question mark, and it's the reason I didn't even draft him, was Fields. 
But if Fields is good as he was, I do think you are definitely in the running to finish at the top position. Um, and let's just go ahead and presume that he's just going to take the next step, right? So Fields is fantastic. Acres, I mean, at least he'll get the work. <laughs> Connors, we'll get the work. Chase, fantastic. I believe in Garrett Wilson this year. I don't like Mark Andrews just because he got burned by him, but I know he's probably going to end up being a great pick, especially for a tight end position. Uh, Hopkins could come back and be Hopkins. Uh, he also couldn't. I don't like Sutton at all. And I think two is a perfect number two to complement Justin Fields. Uh, James Cook looks like he's going to get the rock, at least to start out. Montgomery, that's just going to be an emergency start. Elijah Moore. What the fuck was that? Elijah Moore, uh, fine. Like, he could break out there easily. I liked him coming out of college. Gainwell's your RB1. Uh, Bateman, I don't think he'll do much because he hasn't. And then Tannehill's a perfectly serviceable fill-in quarterback for bye weeks. So, I just think you have a lot of upside, obviously, with Chase and Wilson, which, again, looks like you went heavy wide receivers, which I think benefits this league because we're such a deep roster. And running backs get hurt so much that we can find them on the waivers. Um, but it's good to get the high upside receivers. And then, of course, I mean, I think a lot of my ranking depends on Fields balling out like he did and then taking that extra step. Sure. Yeah, look, I, you know, for those at home, this was not scripted. I had no idea where JT had anyone ranked. Um, I am grateful to hear the confidence, of course, and I agree with a lot of what you said, especially about Justin Fields. Like, look, it's gonna don't get me wrong, he's got to do it, he's got to step up and actually prove it. Uh, he can be a very good pass, he was an extremely good passer in college. Um, he has looked better in obviously preseason, you can only judge so much. But what you're hoping for, at least for me, when I'm taking Justin Fields in that spot, and obviously I had him last year for his his, his boom, um, you're hoping that he can – for me, this is what I thought going into it. If he can get 75% of the rushing that he had last year sure. upside-wise and also be you know, a 50% better passer, like if he can do that, adding DJ Moore another year in the offense um, – he can be great and I'm betting that he will be great. I'm hoping and God, for God's sake, you guys are going to hear me say this (laughs) and blow me up on the fucking chat. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's Josh Allen. What I'm saying is Josh Allen started very similarly. His first year, such a great runner. Everyone was questioning if he could take that next step as a passer. And then that next off season, everybody was talking about how he had looked so much better throwing the ball um, they bring in Diggs to help him. I'm seeing a lot of parallels with Justin Fields in that um, scenario this year. I'm, I'm obviously banking big time on that. Uh, now he probably goes out there and tears at fucking ACL week one. <laughs> but high hopes for Justin Fields. My two starting receivers, obviously, Wilson and um, Jamar Chase. I, look, Troy hates Garrett Wilson for whatever this year. Like, we had an argument at Cigar Bar the other day, and I said that I tr- think there is a case to be made where there is a, a, a way that Garrett Wilson could finish in the top five of wide receivers this year. And Troy thought that was the most ridiculous thing anyone <laughs> had ever said. Like, am I that far off? Like, I know a lot of people like him. I really like him. Um, and my argument was, look, he was – 
fantastic as a rookie last year with Z-Dub, Mike White, and Flacco throwing the ball. Right. He was phenomenal on that terrible team. Right. I just don't see how it gets worse. It gets worse. If, and and it, it doesn't I, get better. I don't see how it doesn't get better. Right. I, I truly do believe that there is a chance he could finish in the top five. Troy thought that was the dumbest thing anyone had ever said. <laughs> no. Um, and then, you know, Chase obviously could finish as the wide receiver one. Right. Um, you know, then you move down and not to be, you know, toot my own horn too much. But the, what I'm getting at here, too, is my point going in was I knew I wanted a wide receiver heavy draft to start. I knew if I could get a wide receiver round one, which I was praying that Jefferson somehow fell to me, but I was happy taking Chase. Uh, and then I could get Fields in the second round. I knew I could stay going wide receiver heavy and then hope and pray that James Conner is there for me in a later round. When he fell to me at that later round and I got him, it felt to me like everything had come together in my draft that I was envisioning on paper. I mean, it really was close to this. It really was close. Um, and then, you know, throwing flyers like James Cook, who's starting running back, you know, on a good offense. Um, and then the Gainwell thing, look, I'm going to die on that. <laughs> Nobody else is with me on that, but I swear to God, that I didn't make it up. Like all, if you go to the Eagle subreddit, like they're all hey, fucking saying, you'll be able to rub it in our faces. So yeah, look again, everyone, you look at your, t- your team is like your baby. Everyone thinks their team is beautiful before the league starts. Everyone thinks that the team they drafted is flawless. Uh, I don't think it's flawless by any means. I think, you know, obviously, Justin Fields doesn't work out, then we're we're not looking so hot. But dude, even like Hopkins, man, there's I I I don't think Hopkins is cooked. I think Hopkins he was great when he played last year. He, you know, had the steroid thing he got suspended for and shit. But I think he's still great. I think Tannehill is just a fine enough quarterback to make Hopkins good. And he look, he's my third receiver. Right. He's a flex. Um so really, really, really hopeful this year. Really hopeful. Um, and I appreciate the vote of confidence. I would not have put myself at number one, <laughs> but I think if everything, you know, and everybody can say, if everything goes right, I'm a, you know, of course. Right, right. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Thank you for, again, the vote of confidence. I will take it where I can get it. Um, and we're going to wrap that segment up now. Again, JT's rankings, Neebs in last, Ken in eighth, Babs in seventh, Gerke in sixth, Troy in fifth, Zahner fourth, Benji third, Hines second, and again, not scripted in any way whatsoever. <laughs> and honestly, a little concerned by the, uh, the JT endorsement, but he has me at the one spot. Much appreciated. Um See, we got plenty of time here. We're going to keep on rolling. Again, this is going to end up being a long podcast, guys, but it's the, the holiday weekend. Pod. Um, so there you have it. There's his rankings. Um, so, okay, I guess it's no different. Like, you have me first. Who do you pick to win it all? Um, you got to have a pick to win it all. It's hard, dude. That's so hard. I mean, we got a whole season ahead. I'm of on us. Sam. You know, I, I I chose Sam. Look, this is a lot's going to happen. No, I Between mean now and then, just make your pick. Just I, make your pick. I'm just gonna go with who I had. I guess I would have you there because okay. if if Fields is the guy and and your other guys produce like we think, and if Mark Andrews gives Mark Andrews, I think you're there, and I think you could easily win. Look, I you have serviceable running backs, and running backs I think can be replaced a lot easier than number one receivers. So, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. That's that's a very very hard one. Uh, that's what to, she said. Yes, compared to just ranking drafts, but um, I'll just 
yeah, I'll just choose you because I already had you at one. Uh, Benji's could be there, though. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I I, uh, I like that. I like that Would a you lot. Have, you said Sam? <laughs> yeah, I said Sam. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think I could go Ben. I could be I could be talked into Ben. Jared Goff, top five QB. It's a wrap. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Um, let's see here. What else do we got? I've got um, – we're going to get into our weekly uh, matchup breakdown and picks now. Um, and this is, you know – we're now into the part of the podcast we do every week. Yes. This is a regular week one. Every week we'll come in just like last year. We'll make our picks. Uh, we'll look at the matchups and uh, go from there. This year I did want to add one aspect to it. And while we're making these picks, um, I want us to each give one boom player from each team that week and one bus player. And uh, we'll record those, and then next week we'll be able to look back at it and see how close we were. Sure. Um, so we're going to just jump right into it here. Keep rolling. Like I said, it's already going to be a long pod. So I've got um, – And keep in mind, this is rivalry week. You yes. You are playing your rivals. You are playing your rival. You will play this person two times on the year. Um, thank God for me that I have Babs. Uh. Uh, that's very wonderful. all that shit talking paid off because you thought you ended up getting him as a, as a hey, I was playing the real long card. Yeah, you were Jesus. Um, look, we can sit here and look at these projections all day long, but you never know what's going to happen on Sunday. Um, we're going to start this week with Zahn versus Gurky. We'll break down this matchup. Uh, it's it's so hard. Zoner's team being Babsy two tats. Look, I love that. I, I love it. it. I love it. I love it. But I also hate it because it's so when you're looking annoying. for the person on the 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 app, you think it's Babsy. Yeah. You, you know, add, you automatically see Babsy. Yeah. Um. So okay, we've got matchup one. We've got Babsy two tats versus Andy Stash. Projected Zahn high Gerke. scoring. Very projected high scoring matchup. We got. Uh, Zahner projected for 136. Gerke projected at 141. Um, could go either way. Let's check these out here and see what's looking good to you here, JT. Okay, quarterback play is obviously going to be huge here. Um, Burrow's coming off injury, but, God, I I think I got to go Burrow. So we got Burrow for uh, Zahn. We got Lamar for Gerke. Um, I think I gotta just give the edge to Burrow here because he's got he he's got his fucking quarterbacks or his, his wide receivers that are just studs. Uh, running backs. Let's see. All right, let's just go. I'm gonna go down Zon's team here. So we got Burrow versus Cleveland. I heard like their number one defensive back guy probably isn't even gonna be playing. Um, so Burrow's gonna have a good game. Etn versus the Colts probably not the easiest game. Jameer Gibbs, unproven. We'll see. Probably not going to get a whole lot of work the first game of the season. Adams against Denver. That's a tough matchup, and we don't really know about – I don't know. We'll see with how he does with Jimmy. Waddle versus the Chargers should be fine. Pitts, who cares? Uh, Evans versus Minnesota should be okay. Sanders versus Atlanta should be perfectly fine. Um, and Rodgers versus Buffalo, that should be tough. That's a tough game. That should be tough. Let's look at Gerke here. we got Jackson versus Houston. That should be lights out. Pollard versus the Giants should be lights out. Uh, Ramondre versus Philly, don't like it. Mike Williams versus Miami, don't like it. 
Tyler Lockett versus the Rams. Who knows? Boom bust. Travis Kelsey versus Detroit. Love it. Godwin versus Minnesota. I don't know. Oh, they both have Godwin and it's going to be the Evans versus Godwin matchup there. Uh, Jahan Dotson, don't really know. And Geno Smith versus the Rams. Should be okay. Should be good. The Rams defense going to be good. Um, God, man. This is, I think, is one of the tougher ones to pick. It's tough. I'm... Let me just give my thoughts real quick Go ahead. on each team. So just real quickly, uh, I think Burrow obviously will have a great game, but I, I think Lamar has a better game this week. I think playing against a terrible Houston team, uh, Lamar's excited to get back and prove some people wrong. I think Lamar has a big rushing game, and I think he throws for a couple touchdowns. Really like Lamar. I think Lamar could be quarterback one this week. Um, so to me, that gives a slight edge over on Gerke's side. Also really like Tony Pollard over Travis Etienne. I think Ramondre will score about the same as Jameer Gibbs. I think that Zoner does have the edge with Devontae over Mike Williams. I also think he has the edge with Waddle over Lockett. I think Gerke has a huge tight end advantage here with Kelsey over Pitts. I think you're looking at Godwin versus Evans. Slight advantage to Evans. Dotson versus Sanders. I'm calling that one a wash. I think that uh, if I am Zoner, I'm probably throwing Brandon Cooks in there instead of Miles Sanders or even Raheem Mostert, man. Uh, and then down to second quarterback, look, I think Rodgers is obviously much better than Geno Smith. I'm not going to make that argument, but looking at their matchups, dude, I think Buffalo is a tough week one matchup for Rodgers. And I think the Rams defense is projecting to be the worst second. I think they're, according to PFF, the 32nd ranked uh, pass defense uh, to start the season. Of course, you know, no football has been played. So take that for what you will. But um, I, I f- to me, I think that was enough of pro Gerke to say Gerke wins this one. Although I, man, I think this one could be matchup of the week, honestly. God, it's tough, dude. Because I, my initial thought is to give Zon the nod with Devontae Adams and Jalen Waddle. But Gerke having Kelsey really makes that fucking hard because Kelsey could make up for any of those two. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Zon on this one. Okay, I'll go Zon. I'm gonna lean on Burrow and his stud receivers, Adams, Waddle, and Mike Evans. Yeah. Well, I'm picking Gerke. Um, So let's go now. And why don't you give me one boomer for Zon and one buster for Zon? Uh, boom, I'm going to say we'll go, uh, it's probably an, an easy pick here, but I'm going to go Waddle for, uh, the boom. Okay. So you're saying Waddle will get more than 13 fantasy points. Yes. Easily. Um, week one bust, I'm going to go. Man, do they give it? I don't know if they give it to him right out the gate. I'm going to go Gibbs here. Bust for Gibbs? I think a bust for Gibbs. So what do they got him at? 12 and a half? So you're going under on Gibbs. That's probably dumb. I bet they give him the rock all the time, but I'm just going to stick with it because I said it. I actually really like Monty this week, so I'm with you on that. Um, Now, what do you got for Gerke as far as Boom Buster? All right, Boom. I think Pollard has a breakout week one here. So you're saying Pollard over 17. Let's do it. Uh, I mean, the easy pick would be Kelsey, but I, you know, I like Pollard. 
Um, and then bust bucket. Kelsey. Kelsey bust. Kelsey bust. Let's do it. I'm just oh, want to have some fun here. Kelsey under 16 and a half against the Lions week one. Let's have some fun here. Wow. 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 Let's have some fun. That's interesting to me. No, the real bust would be Gino. I don't know if he gets to 23.6 points. The bust is Gino, you say? For Kirk? Yeah. All right. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out my uh, charting here. I'm gonna. Have, I realize I'm gonna have to redo it. So you have uh, your boomer is Pollard for Gert or for Zoner, right? Uh, no, oh, for Gert. Pollard, for, Pollard Gert. for Gert. Yep. And your Buster for Gert is Travis Kelsey. Sure. Let's roll with it. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. That I mean, I'm, true. I'd be surprised if he went under 16 there. Uh, okay, so I have Gerke winning this matchup in a close one. I think for me, I think my boomer is going to be Lamar. They've got Lamar at 26. I think Lamar goes for like 38. Jeez. And then my buster for Gerke is going to have to be – Oh, man, this one's kind of tough. I, I'm going to say Godwin. They've got Godwin at 12 fantasy points. I'm going to take the under on that. Sure. Uh, those are two safe picks, I think. Although Lamar's got a long way to go, but he should be able to do it. And then for Zana's Boomer, I'm going to say, let's see here. Where they got Devontae? I don't like that. Uh, I'll say Mike Evans for Zana's Boomer. They got him at 12. All right, back again. We kind of got cut off there. I uh, didn't realize we were almost out of time, and I got Zoner's Boomer in, didn't get his Buster in. I went with Sanders, Miles Sanders as Zoner's Buster. Uh, they've got him at 14 points. I don't think there's any way he gets to that. Uh, moving on, next matchup here. Uh, let's see. Next up, we got Sam versus Ken. Oh, yet another fun rivalry week, rivalry week matchup. Ken with the new team name. Um, let's see here. We've got right off the bat, just looking at it, you got Sam projected 135, Ken projected 128. Uh, close projections here. What's it looking like to you, JT? Uh, obviously, my gut says Sam here, but we're looking at it. the teams. Trevor Lawrence should be perfectly fine against Indianapolis, Jalen Hurts should do great against the Patriots. I mean, he just will find a way to score points. Um, Chubb, I love Eckler. Miami could be tough a matchup there, so I'm gonna go Chubb there. Uh, Kenneth Walker, I like more than Pacheco. Um, so he's got his order a little out here, but for Sam, I like obviously I like Tyreek Hill over Amon Ra, but I really like Amon Ra, so I think that's you know, I think they could have a similar week, uh, just. They get them in different ways here. Um, I like Amari Cooper over either Scary Terry or London. Um, I like Higgins over either of those. Um, but Devontae Smith, comparable, probably right there with Amari Cooper. Um, and I like Cousins over Anthony Richardson. Um, so, obviously, I think Sam wins the running backs and the wide receiver one. The rest of the, of the flexes and the wide receivers are a little sketch. Uh, well, his wide receiver too, I guess, is Devontae Smith. So his flexes are on the on the ropes, but 
Cousins is going to have a better game than Richardson. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that part. Uh, and this, the projections are going to change a little bit because right now he's got Scary Terry in there and he's not going to play this week. Yeah, in which case uh, he's going to have to play, what, uh, Gabe, Gabe Davis? Davis? I mean, I guess he can move some guys around and throw in another running back, right? Yeah, he can. He can still throw in – he can throw any guy off his bench in there. So, um, Which would be McKinnon, but I mean, at that I point, know, are you dude. relying – I mean, Damian Harris, Warren, Penny, those are all solid backups, but – I'd rather roll the dice with Davis. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've got Sam winning this one. Hawkinson, um, I mean, I, I hate to talk about tight ends, but Hawkinson looks like he's primed to get production. Sure. Uh, I like um, – I actually like Trevor Lawrence a lot this week playing against the Colts. I Look, Jalen Hurts is always going to be great, but I think he draws a tough week one matchup in New England. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to hurt him. And then, look, Miami also projected to be one of the best defenses. That's who Zahner has Eckler playing against. Uh, Pacheco against Detroit. Chiefs, I think, are going to you know use a running back by committee. Uh, Amon Ra, I really like. Amari Cooper, don't love. Uh, T. Higgins, don't love. Christian Watson at the Bears, like, it's not that great. Not a lot to sink your teeth into. Anthony Richardson, I hate, hate, hate. Um, if it's me, I'm finding a way to throw Deontay in there over one of those guys. But uh, I think there's just too much too much gas on uh, Sam's side for Zonard overcome. I mean, Tyreek, I think, balls out. I think uh, Kirk Cousins has a great week. I think Chubb against Cincy is, is fantastic. I think uh, Ken Walker against the Rams, who are going to be bad. I, I, I just think Ken has, has too much juice to overcome, or Sam has too much juice for Ken to overcome. Um, so you're taking Sam as well? I am. Okay, and then who is your boom bus players for Sam? I mean, if we're just doing projections, I think Chubb blows away his 15.4. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pick the same one on that. Um, his bus player is going to be Devontae Smith. You really hate Devontae Smith. I just don't. Yeah, man. I mean, I lo- he's just – I've 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 had goose eggs from Devontae. Well, Smith. they got Devonta Smith scoring twelve. So you think he's going under, against New England under twelve? Um, That's probably not a good pick. But fuck, dude, I don't know. I mean, Kenneth Walker, I guess maybe. I don't know. I mean, don't think too hard about it. This is just quick. Yeah. Um, and then you for uh, Ken Dog, what do you got? So for Ken, um, I think T. Higgins has a boom game here. So we'll do T. Higgins for the boom. We'll do Pacheco for the bust. Pacheco for the bust. And what do they got Pacheco out here? They got Pacheco at 10.5. And And then they've got T. Higgins at what? 12.6. Which he just needs like an 80-yard Tuddy and he'll be good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, for Sam, I also have Chubb as a boomer. And I think bust-wise, I mean, that one's tough. That one's tough. I mean, I think, dude, I... I think I have to agree with you on the bus thing, just because I don't see a lot of busts on Sam's roster this week. I really don't see the potential for that. I mean, um, London would be my next. But he's only projected at 10. I know. And they play the Panthers. I like London as a boom, man. 
man. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to say the exact same as you. I'm going to have to say Devonta Smith at 12. Let it be known. Devonta Smith sucks. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I don't think he sucks. Uh, then we've got for Zana's. No, Kenny, rather. Sorry. For Kenny, uh, Boom Guy, I like. Let's see. I like Amonra for his boom. I think I that do. he goes over 14. I mean, that was my easy pick, but. And that'll just be nice to get out of the way on Thursday, but. Yeah, and then uh, Bust Wise for Ken, I mean, take your pick here. Uh, I think Anthony Richardson does not get to 18.7. Yeah, I think it's a pretty safe bet there. First NFL game. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. Uh next matchup is your own. Here we go. Uh that is JT's squad versus Scott's Tots. Uh new team name for JT as well. We'll get into those a bit here in a little while. Okay, so right off the bat, since it's your matchup, I'm going to start. Uh, Okay, just an overview. You are projected to get trounced, uh, 125 to 142. Now that is skewed because Troy still has Cooper Cup in his lineup, and he will not be playing week one. I don't care uh, what – I don't know what, rather, Troy's – Thinking, that, I mean, I, obviously he's just waiting until the very last minute, but Cooper Cup is not playing football this week. There's no way. Um, so that'll drop it down. Who's he going to have to throw in instead of Cup? Uh, he'll throw Tony in there. Yeah, I know for a fact he's throwing. He's throwing Kadarius Tony in there. He likes a little Thursday, actually. Yeah, he does. Uh, he's throwing. He's throwing Skidarius in there without a doubt. So with that in mind, that's going to drop him down to projected like one thirty. Three, so not that much higher than you're projected. Uh, let's see. You got Derek Carr against Tennessee. Hate. Uh, Christian McCaffrey gets Pittsburgh. Bust. Madison against Tampa Bay. I think he'll hit right where he's projected. Olave against Tennessee. Bust. DJ Moore against Green Bay. I like it. Um, Steph Diggs against the Jets. Bust. Keenan Allen against Miami. Again, probably the toughest defense in the league. One of them. Definitely a top defense. I think that's a bust. And Daniel Jones against Dallas, probably right where he'll be, around 20 points. Troy's side, Mahomes against Detroit, should be a home run. Saquon against Dallas, should be a home run. Javante against Vegas, don't like it. Uh, then again, Cooper Cubby's going to have to switch out. Debo against Pittsburgh, do not like. Evan Ingram against the Colts, again, tight end, who cares. Najee against San Fran, projected 12. I think that'll be my boomer for Troy. I think that goes over. Damian Pierce against a tough Baltimore team. I think that's a buster under 13 points. And Russ projected at 22 against Vegas. Do not like that. Hammer the under there. Um, boy, this one's tough. Boy, this one's tough. I If Cooper Cup is healthy and playing, I think that JT gets ran out of the building. But I think that's a big drop-off. Um, but even then, I don't know if you got enough to cover it, JT. I'm going to say... I just don't – I don't love your matchups, man. I, I I think that you just drew a bad week of matchups too. I really do. Tennessee, great defense. Pittsburgh, great defense. Uh, Jets, great defense. Miami, great defense. Like, I, I think you drew a, a bad week of matchups this week. I don't think you can overcome it. Uh, even without Cup, I think Troy gets it done this week, I think, on the back of Mahomes uh, going for like 37 points. Yeah, the matchups are pretty tough. As we're looking at them here, 
nothing I can really do about that. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously when he when he was losing Cup, it looks like he's going to lose Cup. I liked my matchup a lot more. I mean, I like the people I've drafted. Obviously, projection wise, people don't, and I it might serve to be that they are exactly where they're going to be as far as projections go. But I don't know. I, I'm literally in a, in a mode right now where I'm just like, I'm hopeful and we'll see. I don't know. My big thing obviously is quarterbacks. Um, they're not very strong this year as far as when you're looking at them and, and their projections. And <laughs> no, stuff. they're not. But I'm hoping that last Again year. Again with the white quarterbacks. Damn, you racist. I am. I, my thing with the quarterbacks this year is I'm hoping that people are saying that these la- that last year was an outlier, like an extreme outlier of quarterbacks separating themselves and that most of the quarterbacks are going to revert back to be closer together. Uh, yeah. Troy with all uh, light chocolate quarterbacks too. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Mahomes, Russ, and Bryce Young. Yeah. So we got a lot of stock in the San Fran-Pittsburgh game, it looks like. Uh Debo, Najee, McCaffrey. Um, I don't know. I it's hard for me to even. Don't be afraid to pick yourself. I'm not like it. I think I should win because it doesn't have Cup, right? And that sounds terrible. Like it would take Cup not being there, and I still don't know if I would win. You know what I mean? That's just the effect of Patrick Mahomes and Saquon. Uh, but fuck my life, Russell Wilson is so bad, and. Debo, it would take Debo being his wide receiver one. And does Javante get the full rock coming out the gate? I don't. I don't believe so. Man. I'm going to do it, and it's going to be bad. I'm going to pick myself. There you go. Hey, I'm I like the confidence. I like the confidence. I'm just going to do it. Okay, now, when we're doing this uh, rest of the way, just to make it easier to record this stuff. So, uh, we're going to do – you pick both your – Booms. So you're going to pick your boom, then Troy's boom, and I'll pick your boom, then Troy's boom, and okay. then we'll do bust that way. That's easier to record. Sure. Um, so let's do our booms first. So I went first, so I'm going to go with my booms. I'm going to say for you, JT, oof. You know what? I will, as much hate as I have talked, I will say Daniel Jones booms for you. They've got him at 20.6. I think he goes over that. Oof, man. If he can get a 30-pointer, I think I'm right there with seeing. I don't uh, think 30. I think 25. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then my boomer for Troy, I'm going to say – who did I – I had my eye on someone here. Oh, let's do – oh, Saquon. Yeah, let's do Saquon above 15.6. Okay. Now you go ahead with your boomers. Um, I think Diggs outscores his thirteen point eight. Um, and yeah, it's hard to argue against the Saquon. Um, yeah, I'm gonna also do Saquon. Saquon at 15.6. We both think he's going over that. All right, now let's do our bus. Um, For you, I could just close my eyes and point at the screen, <laughs> honestly, and just in my opinion. Again, I, I, I'm not saying your team is that terrible that you don't have any upside. I just think that you drew a lot of bad matchups. Um, look, I think Keenan Allen could – you know, they've only got 11. I think he could still go under that. 
Um, but I'm going to say for me, I like Alexander Madison under 14 points. And then, so Madison under 14. So, and then on the other side for Troy busts, uh, Javante, they've got only got him at 11. I do pick, think I mean, that's an there's under. an easy pick here. I think that's an under, oh, I mean, well, I'm not using Cooper cup. No. Um, who Debo at 13. Keep going. Um, bottom. Damian Pierce. The very bottom. Oh, Russ. Of Jesus course, Christ. Of yeah. yeah. At 22 yeah, and a half. I, I do have to say, I think that's, to me, I think Russ is just washed. I really do. I, I don't see him. I think he's a weird fucking guy. I don't like it. I think, uh, I, I, I you know what? You pointed it out, but I am going to take it. I'm going to take Russ under 22.5. And what do you got? All right, I am concerned about Miami's defense, in which case I will say Keenan Allen will be my bust, which is going to suck ass, and then uh, Russ will be my bust for Troy. Russ the bust. Yeah, we both got Russ busting, huh? <laughs> okay, Um, moving on, next matchup. So you took yourself, I took Troy. Next matchup here, we have Ben versus Sam. Flower Power versus Somali Knights. Glad to see Flower Power back. Um, and I'm going to let you take the wheel here on this one. You can go ahead and start, and, and let's see what you think. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and go Ben here because I just really like the Henry, Jacobs, Jefferson, uh, and Ridley. Uh, don't really need to see a whole lot else there. I mean, we're going to... I think Josh Allen versus the Jets is a tough matchup. I think Bijan's very first game ever. Sure, he could go off. I think A.J. Brown versus New England is a tough matchup. I like Darren Waller against Dallas. Kirk playing second fiddles of the, to the number one guy on Ben's team, Ridley. Uh, Khalil Herbert should have a decent game. Uh, probably going to be my boom player on his team. And I just don't like Deshaun Watson as a – not only as a player, but I think he's also washed. Um yeah, I'm just going to go Ben here. Uh, I don't think Aaron Jones – I mean, Aaron Jones could boom against Chicago, and I think Swift is whatever, but Stafford isn't very good. I think he'll, he might end up putting Purdy in now that Cup's out. But, yeah, I'll still go with the Henry Jacobs, Jefferson, Ridley base to beat um, Neebs. Again, Allen just has a really tough Jets schedule. I'm not saying Allen's bad or anything like yeah. that. Um and Bijan, his first ever game, and AJ Brown against New England isn't easy either. Yeah, I've got to agree with a lot of what you said. I look, I don't even have to look at this matchup very hard, and I'm telling you, I'm taking Ben. It's projected within five points. So I'll just say that, uh, just for the sake of uh, transparency, ESPN thinks it's going to be a close matchup. I don't. I think uh, it would be a close matchup, and I would have to really think hard if Josh Allen weren't playing the Jets at the Jets. I think that's tough. Uh, you know, for Neves' team, the way he's got it set up, he's going to really need those Josh Allen hits to have a solid week, and I don't think he gets it. Uh, and then, yeah, on uh, Ben's side, just that Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, uh, Justin Jefferson, Aaron Jones core, I I think that's enough to get it done this week. Um, looking at boom busts, uh, why don't you go ahead, give me your uh, busts for each of these guys. Uh, bust for me will be Josh. I mean, Josh Allen's going to be my bust. Deshaun Watson will be even easier, but I'm going to go Allen here at the 25.2. Uh, 
Watson would be even easier at 21.7, but I'll just stick with Allen just because it's the big name. Uh, and then my bust on the other side, as much as I do like Henry against New Orleans, I can't say oh, I can't do it. I can't dog. do it. The I, homer pick. I, I can't do it, man. Well. I think that he puts up 17 points exactly, so he does not break 17.1. Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, and I'm going to say for my bust for each of these guys, yeah, I, look, I think Josh Allen's probably, man, 25 is is a lot. But I'm actually going to go with someone else, and that is Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I'm going to go Marquise Brown under 10 points. I just think – and he's playing the Commanders at the Commanders. I think that the Cardinals might be one of the worst teams, not only in football this year, but in the last 10 years of the NFL. Yeah. Um, nobody even knows who their starting quarterback is. Uh, the team, the just watching the co- dude, the coach is so cringy. Those clips of him, I can't God, even fucking watch. Dude, they're so, so bad. I, I don't, I don't see the Cardinals doing much. I don't see any type of consistency on this team. I don't see Hollywood Brown ever. They've gotten projected at ten this week. I don't know how many times he'll break ten this year, dude. Um, so I'm gonna go with obvious bust as Hollywood under ten. And then for Ben, let's see, bust here. Um, you know what? This one's kind of tough. This one's kind of tough. Uh, look, I think, well, for me, I'm just going to say Stafford. I'm going to say Stafford doesn't score the 20 points he's projected, yeah. 19.8 yeah. Uh, against Seattle. I'm going to say Stafford, especially with Cup out, that makes it a pretty easy pick. Yep. So I'm going to say Stafford under 20. And then what do you like for Booms? So, Boom, I'm going to go Khalil Herbert for Neebs. Um, I think he's the guy there. Um, and then – What do they got him at? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Oh, yeah, I like that Boom a lot. I think he's good for a tutty and a couple receptions. And then for Ben, I'm going to go with um, – Aren't exactly the easiest matchups here, but let's go just Ridley's first game back. Let's see him do over 12.3. Oh, really? Let's go. That one is a little bit uh, out there to me, but hey, if he's going to do it, he better do it from the start. Uh, for me, the Boomers, I'm going to go for Neebs. Um, Let's see here. Hmm. Boy, just not a lot, not a lot to grab onto here. I do. I think that you picked the most obvious one. I really do like Khalil Herbert, but I'm going to go different. I think I'm going to go Christian Kirk okay. uh, against the Colts. I think that is probably going to be a pretty high scoring game for the Jags, and I think that Christian Kirk is going to try and hold on to that number one receiver in the offense role as long as he can, and I think he's good enough um, that it's going to probably take Ridley a little while to work into that. I like Christian Kirk above 10.4. Lock it in. And then on the other side here for Benji, a let's see, who's a home run? Who's a guaranteed home run for this Somali Knights squad? Let's see. There are none. Actually, there is, I think, a couple that I really like. Um, I'll say... 
you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Justin Jefferson. They've got him at 17. I think he goes above that. Uh, week one, JJ. I mean, he's, he's good every week, but I, I really love the superstars week one uh, against Tampa Bay. I am going to go with Justin Jefferson over 17.7. Lock it in. Don't hate it. All right. Um, so you took Ben. I took Ben. We're in agreement on all these except for – no, we, we're not in agreement on all. We've differed on a couple. Uh, next matchup here, final matchup of the week is my matchup versus Babs. And right off the bat, look, I'll give you my thoughts. I'm projected to win by 13. Uh, it's probably the biggest discrepancy besides yours, but that's going to change because of Cooper Cup. Um, I rarely pick myself, but it's rivalry week. It's week one. I do think that I've got too much juice. I mean, you look at the check marks, um, and I've got almost all of them. I, I, I do think that I've got enough uh, power here to, uh, you know, get it done week one. I, I'm really hoping so. Um, so I am going to do the <laughs> ultimate guarantee that I lose and pick myself to win. <laughs> um, and then what do you got? I will also pick you here. And it's not just like, uh, you know, like I said, with the rankings itself. It wasn't like scripted or anything like that. I just – there's there's positions on Babs' team where I'm like, I just think you have him beat, and then you throw in Mark Andrews as a kicker. Like, no, I don't like Sutton. Uh, I think Jamal Williams has a better day than Sutton. But I don't think Brandon Ayuka breaks out week one. And so, therefore, I think Hopkins is probably going to get his, you know, his shares and – I like Garrett Wilson over DK, and I like Jamar over Ch- over CD, um, and I like you know now Mixon's the better running back there, but I think Dalvin is easily comparable with either Acres or Connor. To be honest, Connor or Acres probably helps produce him, uh, and then again, like all everything we've said today is just on the assumption that Fields is going to come out and do what he does and did, and therefore. Uh, I think Miami's a tough matchup for Herbert also. And, uh, yeah. All right, I um, we'll do our booms. So, uh, I think for Babs, let's look at a boomer here. I like um, – boy, I actually like mixing quite a bit this week. Let's see. CD, I don't love at that number. DK, I don't love at that number. Ayuk, I don't love at that number. Jamal Williams, I don't like either. Um, you know what? I'm going to go quarterback again. I'm going to take Dak to hit above 22.3 against the Giants. Okay. And then for my squad, again, hard to uh, hard to critique yourself here. I'm looking for something low. For a boom, I'm going to take – you know what? I'm calling my shot here. DeAndre Hopkins will boom against your Saints. He will go above 11.2. Ooh. And silence some haters. Should not have chosen against the Saints. Ooh. Lattimore going to lock him down. All right. We'll see. Um, what do you got for booms? All right. You know, I'm going to ride with old Babsy's first-round pick here. Give me CD over 15 and a half. And then give me Garrett Wilson over 14 and a half for your team. 
All right, Busters on Babs's side. I'm going to say again. You could probably pick several. Uh, I don't. Man, I just. I don't like. Oh man, this one's this one's. You could go several different ways here. I don't like Dalvin Cook at 11 points against the Bills. Um, I'm going to go under 11 points for Dalvin Cook. Okay. And then for myself, a bus candidate, uh, let's see here. Who's somebody? Oh, I think James Conner is going to be fine. He's going to get a ton of carries this year, but I just do think that's a bad team. And I think 14 is probably a little high right out of the gate for him. So I'm going to say under. I don't think he'll miss it by much, but I think he'll go under 14. And then for me, I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go the under on Jamal Williams at 11.9. And really? Then, yeah, that's a tough one, man. I, I don't know. Actually, no, 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 don't do that because I think Andre Miller's hurt. Um, Honestly, this one's a little tough for me. Um. It could be a DK night, but fuck it. We'll just do DK as the bust. DK bust. And he's at 14? He's at 14 and a half. Okay. And then who else you got? Uh, and then on your team, it's going to be Sutton. Sutton bust. You are a Sutton hater. I tried. There was all the hype in the world on Sutton, and he couldn't do it, dude. Yeah. No, I get it. Uh, okay, I like that. Um there you have it. There's our picks. And again, we're, you know, week one, we're a little rusty. We'll get it going. It's going to be bit. interesting coming back next week and seeing the boom bust ones. I, I like the boom bust. Yeah, I like adding be... that to it. I think that's fun. And then that also makes it more personal for the guys sending home. Like when you say someone that they like this week and you yeah. think they're going to go, oh, God, we'll see about that. I can yeah. just see them sitting at home. Um, so, Speaking yeah. Speaking of fun. people sitting at home, are we are doing the voicemail line again, or yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Okay, um, we will do the voicemail line again. We need to figure out like what capacity we want to do it in. Like, sure. um, obviously, should have got it going before this week, but we're gonna go on for next week. I'll set up another line and uh, blast that number in the chat, and then um, you can call and talk shit if you want to. Um, I that that always was so fun to me playing yeah. the voicemails. It's hilarious. You never know what you're gonna get, especially sitting there on uh, Sundays. Uh, oh, you, when you see the notification when come through? Well, no, I see it come through, but it's always like after a, a main player gets hurt, you get a call from Troy and Razzie, <laughs> and you know it's just them blasting and flaming about how your team's not going to have that guy anymore. That's a lot of fun. We will get that up and going so that we can call um, during the games this week. Um, other than that, it's about all I got. I uh, think we covered pretty much everything. New team names. We got Somali Knights, Sigs Inside, which is JT's team. We've got the Water Graves, which is Babs's team, and we've got the Running Rebels Blitzkrieg. RR, uh, uh, semicolon, not semicolon, fucking, uh, 
whatever. It's just called the Blitzkrieg. The Blitzkrieg. Yeah. yeah. R.R. So, the Blitzkrieg. Love to see the team name changes for some of those guys that had bad team names. Casey getting that ass. Casey getting that ass. Babs' team name is much better. Uh, Ben's team name I wish he is just, much better. I just wish he would do the Water Grays, not the He's going to. He's going, okay. he's going to. Um, he's transitioning. You know that. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you should have stayed at J team. I do like Sigs inside, but I think there's value in keeping a team name for a long time and having a franchise. We'll see. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. No, it's a long pod. We're closing up quick here, but we're going to go. JT, I'm saying goodbye. Goodbye. All right. We'll see you guys.